I feel like you have to do drugs to want to light your farts on fire. <laughs> so no. something's no. not adding up here. No, 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 no. Basically, it's like if you don't do drugs, you will resort to lighting your farts on fire. And you church kids are real weird, dude. It was- <laughs> <laughs> these are these are the chosen people of God, and they're lighting their farts on fire. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and tonight the boys are back in town. That's right. We got Mr. TMNT84. What's up, Joe? Yo, what's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Man, I'm good. I am good. I am glad to be here tonight. And we have the bearded nerd. It's Zach. Hey, hope that McDonald's is treating you right, brother. Because I am seriously jealous. Not even, not even playing. It's been a day. I mowed the lawn, and then we went out, and I, uh, I got, I got something new that I'm going to talk about later on the Ooh. show. And surprise, and, uh, and I was like, man, you know, I'm hungry. And it's like seven thirty, so we pulled through the drive-through, and of course, they're like please pull to spot two and then they forget a drink. And then I'm like, all right. And then, and I sit there five minutes. I'm just like, how long does it take to make a large power rate? <laughs> Infinity. And then I went inside and I was like, Hey, he's like, sorry, we only have three people. I was like, it's all right. I just want my drink. Thanks. Bye. Dude. So I, um, I took me and uh, spider packs. were out riding around running errands the other day. And we stopped by Wendy's, which we never go to Wendy's, but we stopped by Wendy's and I ordered a, like, like a little four for four combo with a drink. And then I ordered like just a extra sandwich and the, you know, I, I pulled to the window and I get my, all my food and the woman there, I kid you not, she was doing everything in the world not to make eye contact with me because I was still sitting there. My drink was on the windowsill, like right there by the sliding glass window. And right. she just would not look over. I waved her down. I literally waited six minutes before finally someone else walked by. And I was like, hey, hey excuse me. They're like, hey, what can I do for you? I'm like, yeah, my drink is right there. Could you just hand it to me? And then I was like, when she did, I was like, dude, what a freak, man. I've been sitting here for six minutes. And that person right there wouldn't hand me the drink. Like, I waited until I got it before I got mad. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. You didn't want no spinning drink? Yeah, I didn't want no. <laughs> I, didn't want no <laughs> I didn't want no Amber Heard on my, in my drink. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. So. And with us rounding out the round table, we have our brother from down under. It is CJ. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back again. I had so much fun last week. I thought it's only fair to come back and drop the other ball in. Dang. So I'm balls deep two, in, two weeks in a row. All Damn. three of them. Two so, weeks. So, that that kind of makes you an official pass member again because uh, <laughs> it's like more times than Kali's been here in like a month and a half. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> We'll fuse into like one like random person, so we'll alternate or something. There like once go. a month, Kalai will come on, then me. There you go. That, that's <laughs> she, cool. She'll want to get her balls uh, deep and sweaty in this uh, show as well. That's right. It's an amalgamation of uh, of of hosts between the two of you. So yes, yeah. definitely glad to have you back, CJ, uh, Joe, Zach. Always glad to have you guys on here. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not kidding you. I was. I'm so freaking stoked about doing the show tonight. Kalai has been out. As, she's at PAX East right now. And 
Uh, we got to give a special shout out to Clyde when we toast tonight because she has been doing the Lord's work. She's been out evangelizing about the Loot Bros podcast. She has met with so many developers and offered to have them on the show. Some of them have already ordered, or she ordered, entered in our Discord. Speaking of, if you are listening to the Loot Bros podcast and you're not a part of our Discord, inside the bio, the show notes, every single week, I put a, I put the link tree links. Um, depending on the platform you you use, depending on which, sometimes the links work, sometimes they don't. I don't know the rhyme or reason, but um, I put on there the Loot Bros links, the uh, Resident Daryl's links, and things like that. And in all of them are access to the uh, Loot Bros stuff. So whatever platform you're listening to this on right now, go into the show notes, click on the um, the link tree links and find yourself into our discord Our discord. Uh, we've had some really good conversation there lately and uh, it's a really cool place um, that people let loose. I feel like we not to take away from our Facebook group, but I feel like we get some really genuine hardcore gamer conversation in the discord. Like, there's definitely some hungry hardcore gamers in that room. And I think it is a freaking dope place to be. So you guys come join the discord and uh give Kalia a special shout out because she's at pax and uh, she's meeting all kinds of devs like i was saying earlier but her doing this has gotten you know several um email chains started we're in contact with some other people to talk to them on the show and what's been really cool and i just want to give a shout out to joe for this one is uh joe got us hooked up with patrick hickey jr he is the uh owner and founder of uh legacy comics we had him on back in december and he has been, uh, you know, he started voice acting. He's done a few games, but he's actually uh, been announced to be in the upcoming WrestleQuest, which has been super awesome. So he and the guys from Mad Cat Studios, they did a panel in their, uh, at PAX. And it seems like a lot of outlets have covered. It seems like there's going to be some really cool stuff coming from WrestleQuest. But, you know, I'm able, I'm sitting down with him. Um, it looks like tentatively the first week of may to have a conversation with him about WrestleQuest and uh, the voice acting he's doing in there and uh we may have some of the other devs on for there too so that is super super exciting lots of cool stuff going on here in the loot bros podcast outside of your normal wiener and fart jokes um you know we have uh we have some game devs on we talk we talk business every now and again what do you guys think did i lose you no, sock, I'm good. Sock, I, give me the poop sock. I, I, Jesus, God. <laughs> I, I am bored uh, of tears. Uh, <laughs> Everyone just stop for a second. They're like, oh, Jesus, has got to be a bit classy now. Yeah, it's like I know. Really, uh, <laughs> uh, lift your sense of humor, you know. You I'm said, honestly you super. Said classy. I'm, uh, you say classy. But that doesn't belong here, classiness, please. <laughs> All right. So, so I tell you what, I want to give a, a shout out to the Discord because you 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 sort of you know you put it a pretty high level there or whatever the conversation. But you know if you're if you're just like a bit of a gaming degenerate, it's okay as well. And I want to give a particular shout out to this morning. I saw the wonderful Gaz had posted, and like I take a lot of time. I look at what Gaz plays because the man look. I'm not going to say Fisher's asshole, but look, he has a payment plan in place, you know, six months before he buys a $2 game, checks it with everybody, you know, possible. And, you know, get, getting some money out of Gaz is not an easy feat for the PlayStation, I can tell you, even though he's a super fan. But whenever he buys a game, I'm like, this has to be quality because, you know, the, the man knows, you know, what, what he's doing with his dollars. And he, he dropped in the Werewolves game, which I know you yes. played a bit of, Daryl. I'm not, not sure if anyone else has. And oh, I was I like, played, I talked about wow. It, I talked about it like two weeks ago. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, you did. You played it as well. Yeah. Great game, but not what I would have thought would have you know classified as a as a top one percent for money uh, purchases <laughs> on the on the store. No, we, good to we, see uh, he's having a bit of fun. We got it for well. free on PlayStation Now. Ah, there you go. I so knew there was so, something so he going spent, on. He spent no money. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's okay then. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay. Right. That makes sense. I honestly could have just let you keep going. And then he could have corrected well, you. Well, no, I just thought, like, if he's bored it, it must be, you know, I've only played the first, you know, half an hour. I thought maybe it really developed. Oh, no, I've, but... I'm, I'm about, I would say I'm 50% done with that game, and I'm I'm enjoying my time with it, because it's, just, it's yeah. just, like, one of those games where, like, you play it, and you're like, man, this is fun to play. I don't know how fun this was for them to make, because it's janky as <laughs> shit. That game's but... awesome. I played the first two hours of it. The game is awesome. <laughs> I beat like four or five levels. That game is it's good. It's a good game. I I enjoy it. I wish I could play the PS5 version, but unfortunately, I didn't get that one for free. So I know uh, if, I if Phil want, if Phil want, if Phil wants to give me the other game, you know, Phil, Phil, hook a brother up. Put that, you have to say <laughs> put that on the proper PS term first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they did. They put. I don't think it was on PS Plus first. Um, CJ, I think that was strictly PS Now. But when that game hit the oh, network. I was sitting at my I was sitting in my uh my at my desk in my office and I was uh I was like, man, you know what? I got I got some money in my wallet burning a hole in it. What am I gonna spend it on? Boom. It just hit werewolf pop. I was like, what? What? I, boom, bought it. <laughs> I, like, I don't know anything about it, but this is great. I like it. So. <laughs> all I all I remember about that game is that it came up on the on the store or whatever on Xbox. I got it on, and you could buy the the standard edition. It was like I don't know half price game or something. It's okay, but then you could buy the ultimate edition for like twenty five bucks more, and all it came with was a skin of the art. Uh, the only difference was like some sort of special werewolf skin oh or something. My gosh. <laughs> that is fantastic. Shameless. It was wonderful. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and get our toast going. Let's go ahead and toast to Kalai. She's at PAX. Let's toast to the janky werewolf game that Gaz didn't buy. Uh, <laughs> speaking of shout out to Gaz, uh, he is flying into the now. States um, in the end of next month. And we're going to meet him and his family down in Florida. We're going to you know party hard, go hang out at Universal. Uh, get some food. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to hanging out with some of the loot bros and loot crew, all that good stuff. So sorry about that. Give a shout out to our Patreon producers. You know, you guys are straight up killing it, uh, making our Patreon the dopest place on the internet. Uh, definitely want to give a shout out to Redbeard Rick, uh, MZ Nitro. I saw you peeking your head around that Discord today. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my name is Effing Mayo and the Affectations Don't. Those are our Patreon producers. Thank you guys. And uh, yeah, let's rock and roll. Oh my gosh. Straight up butt water. Oh, my water went up my nose. So get it. So. <clears throat> I am drinking this this new plant based uh, seltzer energy drink called True North, and um, it is the least bad of all the really terrible seltzer waters out there. Um, <laughs> the least. Yeah, bad. I can't. I can't have. <laughs> Didn't say I, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not. <laughs> I can't have actual good drinks right now because of this stupid diet my wife's got me on. Um, but. I tell you what, this is definitely the best, least bad one. So, like, what system? I tell you what, God forbid an American to drink normal water. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not drinking that normal water. Not doing it. 
Uh, we live in America. You can't drink water. Like you just can't. You can't, just can't go to your faucet and pour water out. It doesn't work that way. You definitely I mean, cannot in Flint, Michigan. No, definitely not there. <laughs> definitely not in Michigan. So, all right, CJ, since you are back and you are hanging out with us, I know we didn't get to dive into your huge list of games that you have been playing. So, why don't you start us off tonight and let us know what you've been playing? Uh, yeah, no, I thought we, we covered a ton of games last week. So. We, we covered uh, enough for we four go, hours worth of content. Yeah, we, <laughs> right. we covered a ton, but I know, I, I know, I know my boy. He's playing more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I seem to be on a real RPG kick at the moment, which is, um, it's fun. I don't know. Cause like you definitely, I'm sure it's the same for you three as well. Like you go in waves, what sort of style of game you want to play and like uh, RPG, like, because they're, they're usually massive games, you usually only play like maybe one at a time or something. And then, you know, that's basically all you play because there's so many systems and stuff. So sort of drop in and out of them. But I went like, I know we talked about it last week, but went like way down the rabbit hole this week with like four other people around the world into Babylon's Fall. And <laughs> like, this game is fantastically fucked up. It's just, it's just wonderful. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say it was a good game. And you took it is. I love this game. <laughs> it's so funny. I've had so many messages this week on PSN, like saying, oh, why are you playing that piece of shit? You know, that's a dreadful game. And like, it's exactly what I said last week. These people, I'm sure they haven't even played it. But I finished, I put about, um, oh, like, I don't know, about 15 hours it took to beat the story, um, doing like maybe half of it by myself, half with um, another a sort of a max level player I met in the game and a few others. So it's actually a bit longer the story than i thought but i sort of thought like that was the that was the end of the game like you maybe do some gear leveling and stuff like for as long as you want but but that's it but that's definitely not the case like because you get to there and i got to about i think like a power level 70 ish and the, the max is 200 and so then there's all these things that open up like this sort of like boss arenas if you like that sort of take you from like 70 through to maybe 130 with gear drops so you run them you get gear and stuff uh, and then they had the near story, which I did as well, which is more levels than story, but still, still pretty cool, particularly if you like the game. And then I didn't realize that when you hit 145, there's a whole another like story continuation that takes you all through to 200. And the game gets really hard, like, you know, just because a level or a mission is like 130, it doesn't play like 130. Like, if you're by yourself, it, it plays like a 150 level. So there's way more in the game than I thought there was. Like, graphically, it's whatever, but you know, I've been enjoying it so much that oh. I decided to join their Discord because you know there's only four people in the world playing it or something, <laughs> and it, the, the, it's been really refreshing because like, I, I, like I've drifted away from sort of trophy hunting and, and talking achievements and stuff for a while now. But these people clearly don't care about that. Most of them are on PC, and like I guess there's a lot more than four. There's you know it's quite a big Discord uh, or whatever else. But these people are like they're really like there's a few people that are trolling for sure, but the majority of people there are really interested in seeing the game improve. So it's like you know they it, it's a dev run Discord by Square, so you you can leave feedback on the game, and it's like it's not like oh I want this. You like have to do it specifically. You know they've got a format. You leave it there, and then you know they got talk about how you know that people have really gone into the maths of the game as well, the leveling, which is interesting if you like the game and then the other night like so deep down in the rabbit hole they had a live 
uh, Japanese cross with the the developers, um, the Platinum there, and they their panel and they were it was in Japanese, but the the woman there did some translation in the Discord, which was awesome in English, and it was amazing to see like they're taking a lot of the ideas from the Discord, like you know tweaking the difficulty and stuff like this. So like I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that it's a game that you should maybe buy because it's going to be around in a year because it may not be, but it's definitely a game that's going to be around for at least the next six months because they've already made the content apparently for the next two seasons. But it was really encouraging to see like they're definitely not dumping this product at all. They're, you know, they're all trying to work together and like my time with it might be coming to an end because almost got the plat now, but like I, I'll definitely drop in and out and it's a, I think it's a game to watch. Like I think I wouldn't go as far as saying they're going to save it like 14, Final Fantasy 14 yet, but there's definitely like the wheels are in motion and it's so nice to be around gamers that you know they want to fix the product they want to make it better rather than people just heaping shit on it which you know happens on a lot of games so yeah it was i've really been enjoying that and then the only (laughs) that's really all i've been playing but i played a little bit of hot wheels unleashed uh new dlc came out the first one was the batman which was fun this one is the monster trucks which is just monster trucks is cool uh some of those tracks are really tough like, if you get the plat in that game, like, mad respect, because the time trials, I'm stuck on, like, 13 time trials, the, the, the like, gold time, and they're really tight. So anyone that can do that, you know, that's off to you, because that that's not an easy plat. Man, I picked that one up specifically to play the Batman Hot Wheels stuff. So I am, actually, it's funny, because my boys, they're never really interested in playing racing games. The, mm-hmm. the most I can get out of them is, like, Rocket League. But since this kind of looks like Rocket League, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll mm. play that. So we'll definitely do a little bit of split screen Hot Wheels tomorrow. That's that's happening. It's a really fun game. And the cool thing is you can play all the content. You know, it's those time trials, like there's a base time you need to beat to go to the next race, which is not bad. But if you really want to challenge yourself for that last one, it's like brutal. But it doesn't stop you from playing content, which I think is a really good way of doing it uh, in, in games and stuff. So, yeah, I think. Think you'll enjoy that, and then only two others of note that I'll drop in quickly. I I went back to Far Cry Six because I sort of got three hours in and dumped it months ago, and really enjoying it. The game, I like. I think the game is great. Whatever else, it's a massive open world done in zones, but looser zones than Valhalla was done. So you can actually does this really cool thing where all the fast travel points are unlocked from the start of the game. So you can travel to any area of the map you want, even if you've never been there before, which I think like is awesome. So you can do that. And then the, the story is sort of broken up into sort of five sections or five different um, factions. If you like, you can start on any faction you like, except the final one. Uh, They all scale with you. So every time you move up two levels, every region moves up two levels with you. So there's no, you know, you can't sort of like grind over here and then go over to that side of the map. It'll be easier. Everything sort of progressing, unlike Assassins, where it sort of just, it stays at its level and it's up to you to, to get to the level, like most RPGs. So I thought that's that's really cool uh, and innovative or whatever else. So I've been enjoying that and I just started and I don't, don't think you've talked much about the Tiny Tina's game yet. I haven't Is tried it right? yet, so I haven't had anything to say about it. Yeah, so I started it last night and I was like, uh, <laughs> why not? And um, <laughs> actually, like, I'm interested in your opinion on this, right? Have, have any of you followed the, the – or any of you playing this game? Um, I started the Assault on Dragon's Keep, the first one, last week. I haven't played Wonderlands yet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've cool. never well, finished a Borderlands game, so, except for Tales from the Borderlands, a Telltale. 
Well, guess what you're getting pledged to play. No. <laughs> <laughs> I played like a fair bit of two. I played a dabbled in three, not even halfway. And then this one I assume would be exactly the same as the as the others. And so I picked it up and just put it on the 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 shelf or whatever and thought I'll get to it eventually or whatever. And then there's been this huge backlash uh, against them on their season pass because they released, like the game only released a month ago or something. But anyway, they've released their first paid DLC part of the season pass. And what it is, I haven't played it, so I don't really know. But what it, what it is apparently is like a dungeon or whatever else that you can run. And it takes about half an hour or something to run the dungeon, right? So it costs, if you buy this freestanding, it's like 10 US, I think if you buy it, in the deals, the season pass, $40 for the, so there's no real saving, I suppose, for the four of them. Uh, And they may not all be the same, but I think perhaps they're going to be of a similar style. So it's a dungeon that takes 30 minutes. You get new weapon drops, you know, all this, some cosmetics or whatever else, but there's an end boss at the end of this dungeon and he's a certain level. So you you play him today, you you run through it, you'll, you'll play him at this level. Now, next week you come back on the day that it unlocks and he'll be the next level higher. Then the week after that, come back and everything will be in the next level higher. So this goes over four weeks and it gets progressively harder, but ultimately it's the same same dungeon or whatever else. And the the backlash on this, you know, like that I've been reading is like, you know, it's garbage, it's just a money take. It's like, you know, it's, it's half an hour's worth of content, you know, which sort of technically is, but really it's maybe more like two hours if you play it week to week. But the biggest hatred has been like the fact that you have to wait each week for it to, you know, go to the next level or whatever, you can't just manually make it. And apparently there are workarounds now where people play it offline, they figured it out. But what I wanted to ask you is, do you guys like these sort of games where you, you know, you have a daily requirement or you only play a little bit and then come back next week and say you can move to the next level? Do you like that a mechanic or does that really irritate? I would like it if I played regular, you know? Like I'm playing a game right now that has daily objectives and um, weekly objectives. And if you do the dailies, then you get like a weekly bonus kind of thing. I would love to actually be able to make use of that stuff. But for me personally, like I don't get to really enjoy that stuff based on the way I play. Now, if I was locked out of it, like let's say I did do all of my things and that's the game I wanted to play. And I was like, well, I can't really do anything right now until it resets. I could see that being a problem. But also, you know, guys like us, we play so many games. Like, it, that kind of doesn't even matter, you know? So, I, it doesn't really apply to me. Um, see, that's something I would like. Uh, I'm, because, you know, I play games like, like Apex and I, I play the bro games where you actually go back each week and there's different stuff for you to like get or do or different challenges and stuff for the week. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's already in kind of my normal realm of play. So. What about you, Joe? And Joe? Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like I do that with WWE 2K22. Like I play daily and weekly challenges through like the My Faction mode. So like I've, I have experience playing stuff like that. Plus, it reminds me of like playing stuff on like Fortnite, where you know you have things that you you do daily or you do weekly, or Rocket League, where you have like a battle pass. It's more like that battle pass mentality of playing, mm. which I th- I think works out for certain genres of games. And if more games did it, everything would become like games of service. And I don't, I'm not a person who really likes games of service games. I kind of want sequels to things, and I want things to progress and not get stuck like Grand 
like Grand Theft Auto did for like seven years or fifteen years. So I don't know. I I, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting topic though. I think it's I think it's something that you know we could definitely spend hours talking about. It's it's kind of like the state and the flux of the industry right now, pushing towards more of a games of service model than having you know things be a one and done experience because they want to milk as much as they can because of the cost of development for the games. Yeah. See, I've always found that Borderlands series like it's not a, it's not a game of service. It's a, a single player game. You can play multiplayer or whatever else, but it's not it's not like a you know a, a live service game by any stretch. And this is only the DLC. Like, there's still a forty to eighty hour game there that is not changing week to week. You know, this is like if you want more content or whatever else. So, like this this is perfect for me. Like, I loved in that GT uh, GT Seven. You had your daily miles. You know, like you can do more if you want, but you get rewarded for doing twenty five or whatever it was. Um, which, you know, you can do in like half an hour or something, you know, and, and the MMOs, they have a similar thing, Apex, as you said. So so for me, this is like a perfect thing, but I just, I was really, I suppose, I don't know, maybe because I'm like, I don't know, I'm getting more and more tired of just whinges, <laughs> I think, but I just <laughs> couldn't believe the the outroar of, and again, most of these people, I suppose, are a trophy or achievement things. They're just like miserable bastards. They're like, you know, I paid this money and now I have to wait, you know, and I was like, well, Surely you've got other games you can play. And, like, you know, not every, and I know this is, like, you know, again, it's coming down that line of thing, but, like, it's not, it's like you get a new Assassin's Creed game, you're not supposed to beat the fucking thing in a week, you know, (laughs) and you're not supposed to go around (laughs) and do all the collectibles and fuck off the story and then come and do the story when you've done everything, all the boring stuff. Like, you're supposed to do it in bits and and mix it up and have fun, you know, and maybe because I'm playing more RPGs at the moment, I keep running into these things where people do these insane things, like, oh, I'm just going to go around the map and get every shoe for the next 40 hours or something and then probably ruin like all the landscapes because i'll see everything but i have no idea what's going on then i'll come back and do the story and i'm like this is insane like you know this game was made there won't be another game for two years so just take your time and and enjoy it and i understand like if maybe that's the only game you have so so therefore you're putting in you know serious time into it but like i I also don't understand that because i don't believe anyone at this point with all the free games and services only has one game they can they can possibly play and i think it's just this mindset and i was just i don't know it really turned me off these these sort of people like just i mean you know having a go at the content is one thing but having a go at this idea of like well you know you you it it, it evolves over a week or two like i i think that's just ridiculous but anyway i believe that's how yield places games like he does every mm. single thing on one side of the map and then he goes and like that's how he's playing Horizon I believe. Like he's clearing out mm. like each quadrant of the map like one section at a time and beating everything. Like yeah. I don't got oh, time I, for, I, I don't got that... time for that shit anymore. I got to I got to just beat the story and move on. If you're if you're <laughs> yeah. ever going to beat your backlog, you're ne- you, you can't play everything. You can't do everything in a game anymore. I just I just come to that realization and I don't know how people yeah. like JT and everybody platinum so many games so fast. And I'm like, are you skipping cutscenes? What are you What are you doing? What's your secret? Because it, it, it's it's crazy how fast him and like Gaz or like you know anyone they like take these games these crazy long games and they beat them so quick. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah it's Rick's not, pretty I, efficient. 
I don't mean it so much as like doing everything in the area. Like I did that, the way Horizon plays, it does encourage you to do that. And that's sort of what I did as well. I mean more so like, okay, like I won't touch the story in these games. I'll just do like all the collectibles. I'll bring up my guide and I'll walk, you know, spend the next 20 hours going all the way around the map doing all that. Then I'll come back and play the story. Like they're not doing, you know, everything in one zone. They're just doing like one thing, you know, and then around the map. So you're sort of ruining the whole game, I would have thought, because you're, you're sort of seeing everything without context and like people can play however they want or whatever else, but they're the people that have problems with this idea that this content is coming out, you know, week over week and week or something. And I was like, well, you know, like you're supposed to enjoy it. Like you take your time. It's not a a race. I don't, (laughs) I have a lot of friends and they don't, they don't enjoy content. They just beat it in a week and then they they move on to the next game. Like they don't, they don't have time. Like they watch me like flounder through games. They're like, Oh, you never beat anything. And you have so many games, but we're we're efficient. We beat our games, and I'm like, yeah, but you're just you play a game for like sixty hours for two weeks, and then you never touch it again. I yeah. I enjoy yeah. my games because I spend a lot of money on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know. Well, I, you know, it's, it's you know, CJ, you know, if you think about it, it, it's also a good way to kind of pace yourself too. It's like, all right, I got this objective, but I can do X, Y, and Z. This content, let's say, takes a couple hours. Okay, that's all done. I can move on to the next game, chip away at it, and then I can come back at a later date, and then, like tomorrow yeah. or, or next week, and be like, oh, okay, I can knock out my weekly objectives. I, I feel like that's a lot of way the guy, the Destiny crew does it. Same yeah. thing with like yeah. your um um like your uh, division guys, you know, like yeah, you knock out bitch- your dailies. But then they bitch and complain when they come back because then they got a power level and then oh shit all this work I did everybody gets it for free now and like yeah, yeah. I don't need to hear their mouths anymore because they're they're the most annoying fan base I swear to God <laughs> maybe like maybe. oh uh, I just put all this time power leveling and now this guy gets all this armor for free and all the trophies just unlock for him for nothing why am what, I playing what, this what, what game what game is that I need to download that game <laughs> Destiny if you beat if so if you level if you had any of this stuff done in Destiny. It just like auto pops when like you get one level in the new game because That's the way the game because the, the way the game is the way this the new version of the game is is put together it like took away all the story and you just go straight to end game now. That's that's what I'm talking about. Well, it kind of ruins the experience though because if you actually wanted to play Destiny two for the story, like God forbid you want to be that person like I am, it's like they make it like you have to jump through fucking hoops to do it. You have to figure out who yeah. to talk to. There's like this convoluted fucking base you walk around that doesn't give you any directions on where to go and the map is like Xenoblade fucking Chronicles 2 terrible or or, or like Jedi Fallen Order terrible where like it tells you where you are but it's like three levels deep and it doesn't tell you what level you're technically standing on so you don't know if you're supposed to go up down left it's like so fucking annoying Daryl like I kid you not it took me hours to figure out where to go in Destiny 2 That that was a year ago when I did it they okay, changed it please. again, though. I think they streamlined it again. They made it like super easy to, to run through the story again because now you can. I think now you can just click on menus now to do it. You well, you just go through your story quest line, yeah. Yeah, you can actually just click story quest line. Before you had to like find the people in the fucking base to activate them, and I was like, "This is fucking dumb. Who thought this was a fun idea?" Oh wait, they don't want me to play the story. They just want me to fucking buy shaders and fucking shit crystals and all this guard forsaken nonsense that I don't need. Oh wow! So <laughs> it, it's so it's so funny you bring up Destiny too because it's sort of on the back end of of having three weeks off, which is part of the reason why I'm playing so many RPGs. And like two weeks ago, I was like, just threw everything against the wall basically and see what shit 
sort of stuck and then decided that's what I would play, I think, for these last three weeks. But Destiny 2 was one of them because I played it like a little bit back a few years ago and I must have played the base story because I got those trophies like you mentioned. But I was like, maybe, you know, I've never put proper time into this. Maybe this cup, this break I will. And so the most confusing thing is to know which version to fucking buy when you don't own any of them <laughs> because if you buy the Witch Queen, that's where you're going to start. Like, And I'm like, oh, I don't want to start there. I want to start with the story. But as you say, Joe, they, they um, vault content, which is, I don't know, that's, that, that is what it is. I don't really understand that in MMO, but I don't know the game well enough to, to comment on that. But, but anyway, so I, they had some really good sales on the PlayStation at the moment, I think, uh, or to next week, and that Destiny was in there, and you could buy one that had, um, I, I want to say the Beyond Light, but I don't know if that's something like this, the Moon one, and then the next two or something. And I'm not sure. They don't seem to be vaulted, the ones I'm playing anyway. So I bought it. It was like 30 bucks or something, which is nothing for a game you could spend, you know, thousands of hours oh, yeah. in. And I've been, I've been like, I'm playing by myself, although there's other people doing shit in the missions too, so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> but I'm having a lot of fun with it. And, like, I don't play a lot of shooters. And that was my concern is, like, I don't know where to start. And admittedly, it was really confusing. I didn't know which planet I was supposed to go to. And I did find a bit of a, a text thing that said, okay, you can start here. And once I got started, it was okay um, or whatever else. But that is the hardest thing about that game is knowing which one to purchase because you can lock yourself out of stuff or you can miss stuff. So, I just feel- And there's like a thousand different copies on the store. I know. It's so, it's so convoluted. I, I just feel like at this point, oh, trophy, let's go. Um, I just feel like at this, at this point, like destiny's like it's like game pass for me i'm like oh i'll just wait till it all comes out for free and then i'll just buy it because it'll all be free to play eventually because that's what they want to push you mm-hmm. towards anyway so then they can just get you to buy all the, like i said all the shaders and the guns and the extra shit that they're going to give you for free like they're just going to keep that game going forever yeah well it was on game pass but i think it's come off that's why it's, I ended up it, it came off of game pass um, because it's actually just completely free on all platforms now yeah it's just completely free yeah. but like i took the, ba- the, game the base game pro- itself is I, I not, took the, the, not yeah. the dlc yeah right. i mean i took the game pass approach though i'll just keep waiting until they make all the other expansions free because they're eventually going to do that yeah i would imagine whenever mm. the playstation plus game plus pass, plus yeah the plus plus I, it's got yeah, all their live service stuff they're gearing towards has got to be stuff that they're going to put on there to keep people on the on the service imagine daryl yeah. if plus 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 gets all the destiny content for free and then everybody else has to pay for it uh so they probably won't do that because it does support cross progression yeah so if, if if they did make it free they'd make it free to everyone well yeah I'm sure they've got big plans for that particular game. Um, that's there's the reason why they bought them. But uh, but I guess uh, we need to kind of move on to who uh, uh, Zach. What have you been playing? Uh, so I beat one of my pledge games uh, this week. I beat the Outer Worlds finally. Um, nice. Kali and I are going to record a deep dive on that one. She wanted to jump in on that. Uh, nice. And then I started playing uh, Demon Slayer: The Hinokami Chronicles. Um, nice. It's it's really fun. I'm already on the fourth chapter, so I beat prologue in the first three chapters. Um, it's a different style. Like it's made by the same people that made Ultimate Ninja Storm or Naruto. Um, Those games are amazing. It's a different style of game though, because it's similar to that, but it's not. So like it it plays very much like a like a like a novel, but then you do have fights where um, you have to. You you have to parry moves and stuff like that, so it does play a little bit different, but it plays unique enough to be a different game. Um, and then I 
Oh, just before you move on, have you watched the anime? Or uh, yes. Just- yeah, I'm completely caught up on the anime. I'm also, I'm, I'm watching Black Clover yeah. right now, actually. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. There's mm. actually, well, it's not that good a game, but there is a game. Is there? <laughs> Clover game. Yeah, oh. it's not great. Don't tell me that. Oh. I'll still buy it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but it's not as good as, uh, yeah, the, the one. I can't say it, the Hinomahavi you know, Chronicles. Hinokami, yeah. But, yeah, it's a oh beautiful game, though. I, I think we're in the same spot, roughly, maybe ch- five chapters in or so, and, uh, yeah. So, and that's about all I've been playing. I, I played a little bit of Zombies with the Wife earlier this week, um, but I'm super excited because I just picked up this dope, uh, this uh, really nice controller. So my right bumper and my and part of my left bumper started going out on my Elite, on my Elite Two controller, and I was like, "Do I spend them the hundred and forty dollars to get another brand new one?" Well, I was exploring around on Marketplace, and I was like, "You know, I want to get a controller that's going to last for a while." And I found a guy selling a one of the scuff instinct pros for like he only wanted 140 for it and offered him 100 and he took it but it's got That's like awesome. mouse oh it's got like mouse click triggers and stuff like that nice and, oh it's so comfortable like so wait for 140 bucks do they get your soul along with that controller too like do they I mean, mean they, you? Might, they might as well <laughs> like fuck like i pay 80 dollars for fucking joy cons but like 140 dollars for a controller like <laughs> uh, it's a fucking like mortgage you my house to, the sad part is it's the only xbox controller that uh that is rechargeable, but that's it also. A, has, so they, see, do you see that? That's a fucking problem. Like, do you see like? H- how do you mean rechargeable though? Rechargeable it, it, batteries. Yeah, or, so, yeah. It, it's it's just like a PlayStation controller. The battery packs built. Well, so into is it. the Elite too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, okay, I, I've got a question here because we finally got someone that plays Xbox on this show. Uh, <laughs> so I I've got. I like I was I just used the Elite One for ages and everyone's like, oh, the Elite Two is great, it's great, it's great. So I got one and it's smaller. It's a smaller controller than the Elite One and it's it's okay. But I've actually like because it's hard to get the the Elite Ones here now. So I, like you you got to get them secondhand. So I bought like a few of them because the grips are like a bit dodgy. I know they come off and, and yeah. whatever else. Yeah, but they came off. I know you got to put. Yeah, I know you got to put the batteries in it, but I love the one. I, I like I've got the two sitting there, but I just keep using the one. And do you prefer? Do you prefer because it is a smaller controller? That's the thing was my problem with it. I think. Um, I didn't mind the Elite Two. I like the Elite Two a lot because I feel like so I I I play a lot of FPSs and I play a lot of like Apex and stuff. And, and I try to play a little bit more competitively. And I like that it had three separate trigger stop areas. Um, yeah. I felt like the ones were a little bit too short, and that was my only gripe with it. Um, yeah. And then the, I mean, the back grips coming off is really annoying because yeah, mine just completely yeah, my came off. Elites are off, and um, that was my only that that was my only gripe about about the first one. Honestly, was I felt like I needed more adjustability in my triggers. There's not like a lifetime warranty with those. I feel like you should get one. You know, you're spending that much on a controller; it should, should have a lifetime warranty. You can replace them. Oh uh, yeah, you, you can. Re- like I could replace the bumpers and stuff if I really, really wanted to. But I mean, I, I I can I can I can just keep the controller around. It still works for a majority. It just uses a backup. But yeah, um, like don't they, you have nice controllers though? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I still I still yeah. have my Elite One without the grips on the back, and I and, and I have my my Elite Two controller, and now I have a scuff controller. So now I, I went from. Mm. Slightly expensive to really expensive to really really expensive. You really are a yeah. pro gamer. Oh, dude, these <laughs> mouse click triggers are nuts. I'm telling you that right now. They make they they, they make shooting so so much so much better. <laughs> but you know, j- just to pick up on the point Joe said as well, like you pay like uh, like I don't know what it is in America, but uh, so those controllers about 
two to the elite two is about 240 in australia right. you pay 100 for a place 110 sorry for a playstation controller so it's almost half for what you get for double the money you get a lot like you know i think that controller like admittedly it doesn't have this dual sense bullshit in it but uh, like it's so much like you get it in that thing you get all the triggers as you're saying the adaptability and like it's a real shame that playstation haven't i know they didn't do it with the ps4 either they haven't made a uh, you know an elite version of their controller i know third parties have but they haven't done something like that because for what for what it is like it's worth the money there's no question oh 100 i think so not that but like you spend all of your time using the controller so like yeah you know that is arguably the most important part of the experience Mm. like and that's one of the things i always tell people like whenever they're trying to decide which console they want to go with like all fanboyism aside you got to pick the controller you like the most because you can love the offerings of the company but if you don't like the controller that is where you spend all your time anyways you have to use the controller for Mm. every game so like i always tell everybody what do you like more you know like which kind of controller? Uh, those controllers are nice they are they really are and i I bought the off-brand um elite controllers for for ps4 and they were they were a disaster they were they were like i bought one and it didn't work the firmware that you couldn't update to a high enough firmware to use it on the ps4 like it only worked on the launch ps4 firmware like what a what a it was not good yeah i so so from the experience that I've, that I've already had with the scuff controller, it's a little bit smaller, kind of like the elite two. Um, mm. The, it doesn't have the paddles on the back. It's got, it's got like, it's got mouse click buttons on the back as well, which are really neat. And they're kind of like, per, yeah. they're, they're a little bit more be, uh, in a better spot than the paddles for the elite controller are, because those paddles are just super annoying because you, I feel like you have to reach with your fingers, like almost lift yeah. your hand off to, to reach them. These ones, they sit right about your ring finger and, and your fingers sit on them so you can click them in. And then uh, the, the second set, you just push your, fi- you, you push your finger out. Um, yeah. It still has interchangeable thumbsticks on it. You can change the faceplate out on it, the D-pad on it. Um, it, has, it has a really, like, my hands have stayed pretty dry and I've been playing with it since we, since we started. And it has, like, cool, like, cool, like cooling grips <laughs> on the back, now. too. <laughs> so, hey. <laughs> Ooh, leave that one alone. Never mind. Hey, don't let me. T- don't, hey, we're in here right now. This is this is a, this is a big old sausage fest. <laughs> Listen, if your hands if your hands are dry after that long of playing, there's a problem. <laughs> Just give it up, man. Just let it go. <laughs> he loves to play the shooters. Oh. I do. I'm actually playing. I'm playing Cold War. I'm playing Cold War right now. So, oh, what is that? When you turn the AC down like to really really, really low and. <laughs> Yeah, no, and then yeah, and, and then I sit on, and then I put my hand on the vent and I sit on my hands. Oh, it's like a stra- a Cold War stranger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> knock oh knock, it's the KGB. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you've been playing, Zach? Uh, have I played anything else? No, that's it. All right, Can I, sorry. Oh. I know you want to move on, no, so, ahead, so you don't have to go ahead, elaborate. But I know you. I know you played uh, Outer Worlds. Um, uh, you, we just talked about it a second ago. And uh, so I started that. I was the one that pledged you that game because I wanted you to play it so that it would make me play it as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. And uh, Daryl sent me a message like two weeks ago or something and it implied maybe you weren't enjoying it or maybe you said something on the podcast. He said, he said well, it on the I show. did. I've, yeah. I've said it on the show a couple of times. Yeah, so. yeah. And so I said to Daryl, you know, you can let him off it or whatever. But then you, you went and finished it. And so I wonder, can you talk to like, did the game change in your mind or, or what did you not like about it? Um. So so the middle of the storyline felt 
very dull. Um, I felt like I hit like a point in the story where it just was like not really. I, I wasn't having fun with the story anymore. Um, because that game is, and and I, and I don't know if you've noticed it or not yet, but that game is very your choices matter and how the story progresses. Cause there's a, there, there's like three or four different ways you can actually finish the story. Um, and you like, you lose reputation, um, with different like factions and stuff, um, based on the decisions you make, who you out, choose to ally yourself with. And I guess the direction I took, cause I, I, I decided I was going to be like true to life and asshole in the game. And I like, I just killed everyone that I didn't agree with. Um, and that made the game a lot harder for me to get through too. Um, but when I finally got through it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be nice. I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to try to save Phineas instead. Uh, and since he was, he's like the first guy you meet that scientist. I don't know if you met him yet. The weirdo mm-hmm. on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, mm-hmm. he's a little, he's a little something that's that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm going to try to be the good guy now. And I don't know the, the, the middle was just kind of, uh, kind of dry for me. I, I enjoyed the beginning a lot. The beginning kept me. And and then once I went back and I was like, I'm gonna finish this game. I've already, I'm already seven and a half hours into it. There's no reason for me not to finish this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to the end and the end picked back up and it and it got me back into the story again. Um, that's why I I, I kind of gave you the the tips. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't level my stuff right. I kind of tried evenly leveling all of my all of my skills and stuff like that. And it didn't really do me any good. I figured out really quickly that if you want like decent loot and stuff like that, that you need to level um, your your hacking skills d- definitely, and um, level your uh, your shooting. I didn't really use a whole lot of melee weapons. If if you choose to use melee weapons, that's that's your prerogative. I'd level melee, but my gun my gun skills I use I I, I use my I use my guns a lot more than anything else. And and it's really neat how you can have four four separate weapon slots too. So interesting. Uh, I'm going to try to keep my questions to a minimum because I know you're going to do the deep dive on it, but what was the uh writing like? Was it was it good and clever and cheeky or was it just kind of straightforward and like well, as you, what you would expect? Um it was good. There was a lot of there's a lot of clever uh talk between uh, a couple of the characters and stuff like that and the, and the cool thing is uh depending on the conversation you're having and who you're having it with um your companions can will even chime in on the conversation too so the different uh conversations could have like four or five different outcomes which is really neat they, they did a really good job with like it feels almost like story like a story like one of those old goosebump books where you get to choose the, the, the story okay so it, it was it, it did it, it was a very good game. Like I said, the middle was kind of droll and dry for about an hour, for about I'd say about an hour and a half, two hours. So, but after you make it through that, and the rest of the game is great. So for about the thirteen hours that I put into it, the uh, only about two hours of it really, really bored me and made me not want to do anything with it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, Joe, what have you been playing? Well, I mean, to piggyback off him real quick and just you know comment off that i mean i i have the game i have outer worlds and it's just like sitting in a pile of games from christmas same like i got it it's just sitting there I'm like oh i'll get to this you know it'll be a light year you know there won't be too many things coming out that i want to play and yeah right <laughs> yeah fuck my life it's every year uh so currently like right now as we're speaking i am finishing up lego hobbit 
Okay. So it's a cute little game. Cute little Lego game. I actually like this one for all like the cool little mechanics it tries to do and it actually makes you like want to play as all the characters because of how they, you know how they do different things with them and, you know, the power of the ring and all the other characters have different like kind of like powers they can use, which I think is pretty cool. I'm liking it. It's cool. I don't know if I'm going to play it past, you know, story completion. I'm probably just going to move on. So I played that. I played a lot of uh, Easy on the Switch. Uh, I actually pre-ordered it for PS5 because pre-orders went live for the PS5 version, for the physical version. So I ordered that. I don't CJ, I don't know if you saw that they went live. No. On NIS America. You can, uh, you can pre-order the PS5 copy, which is really cool. I'm I'm excited to replay it on PS5. I missed out on a physical PS4 copy, and they're like ninety dollars to buy a PS4 version of that mm-hmm. game. So, yeah, not doing that. Dang. that. It's also on the Switch. I think that game too, isn't it? I own it on the yeah. Switch. That's what I'm playing it on. Oh, oh, sorry, not the Switch. Uh, Vita. Sorry, I was thinking of the. It is on the Vita. <laughs> it is on the, the Vita Switch. What? It's on the Vita, Daryl. Yeah, it's on, it's one of the last RPGs that came out on the Vita. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, you know. The only reason I remember that, not to detract, is I played it uh, for some bizarre reason. I had it on both physical, and uh, I lent the Vita to someone in Melbourne, and I lent the other one to somebody else in Brisbane, and I've they've never returned either of those copies. So I should chase those back up. And if you say they're worth something, I didn't realize oh, but, they uh, are. They're worth <laughs> a pretty yeah. penny now. Yeah, unless they yeah, got yeah, sold. Okay, yeah, they yeah. used to be it, worth something. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably good on the Switch. It was. It wasn't good on the Vita. It the, the graphically, it was very poor. I, it does some like PS4 was good. It does some stuttering and some like twitching. But other than that, it plays. And I, I mean, if you're a Switch user, I mean, you you get used to jank real quick. You just understand yeah. that it's not the greatest console in the world, but it it, it lets you play everything portably. So. Oh, yeah. It makes up for it in shortcomings, honestly, with the fact that I can play it on my couch. Mm. So, I've been playing that. I'm really liking it. Um, I don't know if any of you have tried. It's more of an action RPG than a turn-based RPG, but I like I like the progression system. I like like when you unlock like a jewel or a fragment, you go to your shopkeeper, and then now you can upgrade all your weapons. So like you feel like you're underpowered for a while, and then you feel like you're overpowered for a little bit, and then it kind of has like this ebb and flow to it. So the game never lets you get like too overpowered in the in the beginning sections. I mean, I'm only in like the second chapter of the game and I put 15 hours into the game. But I'm doing all the side quests and everything and I'm trying to like find every single little thing on the island as I go through. Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Speaking back to what you were saying earlier, uh I do that in a lot of my games, especially RPGs. RPGs is I feel like where I do it the most. Like I just fall into this trap of like, oh, I got to find everything or do every single little thing in this game. Mm. Nice. nice. So I've been playing that um, on PS5 and PS4. Let's check the trophy list because it's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. Um, I got Lego Star Wars because uh, my birthday is coming up this week. Oh, oh, happy early birthday, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. So yeah, I got Lego Star Wars, uh, Skywalker Saga. My wife is like, oh yeah, you can buy one game. What do you want to buy? And I'm like, Lego Star Wars. I'm like, Lego <laughs> Star Wars. One game that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> she knows because all the credit card statements go directly Dude, to her I phone. Seriously, I think I bought ten games this week, maybe twelve. <laughs> I've done kidding. that. The, I used to do that in the past. Like I used to just like go crazy, but I've Clyde made me kind of like Clyde's my uh, my uh, gamers anonymous. Reason? 
She's my gamers anonymous person that I call whenever I struggle with a purchase. Like straight up, we actually do this with each other. We're like, "Hey, should I buy this?" And then we're like, "Well, how many games are you playing right now?" And then she'll just be like, "Well, did you beat Xenoblade Chronicles two yet?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "Well, then you can't buy any more games." <laughs> so, so I've been playing Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, and it plays very differently from any other Star Wars game they put out, or any other Lego game they put out. Uh, it, they did a lot of work on this game, and I understand why it got delayed so many times because it's just such a expansive game compared to most uh but i feel like the levels are really short like shorter than regular lego levels like you know how they would be like you know 10 20 30 minutes long per like level like mm-hmm. to do everything and figure out the puzzles in the level like get it done i feel like these are like more bite-sized but there's more objectives in them if that makes any sense and there's like you can like level up your character with kaiba bricks there's like this whole like underlying system I've only played like a good like hour of it and I'm excited to play it, but I'm also like weary because it's just, it's just all new. It's like when you take the training wheels off a bike, it's like taking the training wheels off a Lego game. It's like, Oh, this is what a real game plays. All right. I don't know if I like this, but I mean, we're in it. They definitely put a lot of work and hard work and love into this game. And it, it's a shame that like there was a lot of crunch and like all that stuff surrounding this game and people, you know, but they did a great job. So hats off to the team over at uh, at Traveler's Tale because they did they did a really fucking awesome job on this game. Like I can't say enough good things about it so far. It's it's beautiful. I'm playing it on PS5. I I did get the PS5 PS4 combo. So I don't know if I'm ever gonna play it again on PS4 though because I don't know I don't know how how good it's gonna play. There's just so many things going on. I'm like, how can this play on a PS4? So um i played my i played one of my pledge games this week i played tales of arise i actually started it cj so you'll be oh, proud of me yeah, nice. <laughs> it yeah is one of the best rpgs i've ever played because all the trash i talked last week it, <laughs> uh, this guy um <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy um so i played about i was saying to play about five hours of can it I, so far can i pause you just for a second and say yeah, i i just i appreciate both of you guys <laughs> both of you guys not only will you talk trash but you also take trash talk very well and that is much appreciated because yeah we haven't always had that here i'm not knocking any anybody i just think that uh that's a cool thing <coughs> frosty <coughs> <laughs> i'm not saying a word I just <laughs> oh i love I, I, he knows i love him he and i he and i share tiktoks and talk at least like two or three times a week that was me hey. mimicking his fight controls uh. <laughs> so anyways continue five hours of tales yeah it's, it's a it's a pretty cool action rpg if you've ever played a tales game it plays pretty similar to most of them i would say that it's super linear for anybody who's played a Tales game. You'll you'll be well at home with the linearity of this game. Um, CJ, does it ever really open up, or is it pretty much linear the whole way through like this? No, I'm not much further than you through it at this point, so I'm not sure either. What well, one thing they did do though, um, when it first came out, you I think the lowest difficulty you could play on was normal, and once you got to about the four hour mark, if you weren't grinding as you went, it got really difficult, and they have either. I think they put an there's, easy there's mode, a in, story that, mode they, in it. There's a story mode in it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, and they've also rebalanced it so that even the normal is not as bad. It, it, so it, it just, because the problem, like a lot of these games, are, it encourages you to grind a lot early on and then you'd be okay for like most of the story, but it would really hard if you didn't. But I think they've flattened it now um, a little bit so it makes it a, a better progression across the whole game. Yeah, I haven't had, I, I normally don't grind in Tales games because they're very linear. Mm. 
And just it's point A to point B, point A to point B, point A to point B. You can do side quests, you can do objectives. I really like the eye guy in the iron mask so far. He's pretty cool. It's a cool mm-hmm. protagonist. Mm-hmm. And uh the chick is super hot and anime, so down I'm down that path too. It's 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 a cool game. I definitely want to talk more about it, but I haven't gotten far enough into it to really give my like honest opinion of it yet. But I, I definitely think like mechanics wise it's one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Mechanics wise, yeah. it's very solid. Like I feel like the combat works very well. Um, I like I like the mapping all the attacks to the to each button uh, combined with the R one. It works out and it, it's it's seamless. Just using R one to like attack was very different because you know you play Kingdom Hearts, you're used to using like square to attack and then like holding like L one and to do your magic. It, it took a little adjusting, but I felt like it felt like again like it was like WWE two K twenty two. Once you adjust to the learning curve of the controls, like the game had the game takes over. And it just, I just want to, I just want to go back and keep playing it. It's really cool. The, what I like about it too, that that's the first one that's come out on Xbox, I think, since maybe Vesperia, it's, yes. at least for a while. Yeah, it's the first one and, since Vesperia. Yeah, and it's like, a, I mean, a lot of games are becoming like this now, Japanese RPGs, that they're JRPGs, but they're like more leaning on the Western side of RPG. And that one, you know, in previous iterations has really relied on skits. And I know it still has it in there in the fireplaces, but there's a lot more cutscenes in that one. Well, uh, I mean, it's cutscene heavy. You, it's cutscene heavy. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, but, you take four steps, Daryl, cutscene. Take five steps, cutscene. Yeah. And I'm like, can I play the fucking game? That's the only. Okay, that's my one gripe so far. I mean, it's well, like, I think that's a positive, though, for a lot of Western gamers, especially on the Xbox, because you're sort of getting your story. And I think you can skip it if you really don't want it, but you can. you're getting your story as opposed to having to read your story, which a lot of it, you know, it's been like that. But with a lot of JRPGs, you have to read usually. They're not voiced uh, or whatever. So, or not in English anyway. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think that was a, was a good move on their part, doing that for the more Western-based audience, particularly on the Xbox where they're not used to playing games like that. I mean, rumor has it they're hard at work on porting their two most popular games to every console. So, yeah, they're, they're spo- yeah, they're supposed to be porting um, Symphonia to modern consoles mm. we'll see though that's what everybody wants everybody wants those games remastered and redone i just i don't know if they can i don't know if they can stand up to the newer tales games those are they're pretty well put together and um i played this uh did you play vesperia yeah i played it i didn't like that one did you play the definitive edition or did you play the original version of it no definitive edition yeah. yeah i played the definitive version on the switch and it ran really well on the switch and it was kind of optimized over there and i was like it, it kind of did the same thing like dragon quest s did where like dragon quest mm. 11s was made for the switch so it played the best on the switch and when they ported it over to everything else it ran okay but it didn't run as well as it did on the switch because it wasn't designed for there so i, I thought it was yeah. pretty interesting i'm definitely gonna keep playing this and uh you know thanks for uh pledging it because i'm enjoying it okay i want to ask you one thing about the lego star wars because you didn't mention it so sure. at the start uh, at the start, obviously, you can play any movie, but uh, and I, I preface this by saying I've actually only ever watched one Star Wars movie, so I don't really so understand you, why. You this can is. you can't pick any movie. You can pick no, that's right. You can start from the beginning of any trilogy. So, so where did you start? And oh, and the first you... one because I'm an idiot because I I'm a glutton you... for punishment and shitty Star Wars. So I start with Episode <laughs> One. Would you like the option for it to all be unlocked from the start, or do you think that's fine? Um, when they I, only unlock those two, I think when they unlock three different stories, you can start from you can start from any trilogy. So you can start from episode mm. one, episode four, or episode seven, and I think that's fine because they're all like linear progression stories. And to start in the middle would be kind of weird, in a in a way. But I guess like mm. honestly, like 
you've already, if you're if you're playing this game, you're already fucking a Star Wars fan. No one's picking this up, going, "Oh man, what's Star Wars?" Yeah, like I really don't think there's a lot of Lego fans out there picking this up that aren't Star Wars fans. Like to be honest, and this is their like magnum opus of Lego games. Like it, it really is that good of a Lego game, and it's it's interesting because now I want to see what they can do going forward with different licenses that aren't stuff that they've had in the past. Like I want them to branch out a little bit more, like they did with Harry Potter. I thought. Up until this point, I thought Harry Potter was the best like Lego product they put together. It was just flawless. Like it was a really good adaptation. This and that and the Jurassic uh, the Jurassic Park one are probably my two favorite ones that they've made so far. This this is up this is up there, and I think by the time I complete this, it'll probably be my favorite Lego game of all time. It's insane though. It's forty five levels long. It's a huge game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, I played um, Oni Shambara Origins. I did buy it, guys. I bought oh, it. Oh, snap. I bought <laughs> it. Is it. It is everything that you want it to be if you're an Oni Shambara fan. Like, it's anime titties, it's killing people with swords, it's getting blood all over your face, and then turning into a super mega, super hot chick that wields a sword. Yeah, it's it's got all your tropes. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with the series, it's, uh, it's Origins were Bikini Samurai Slayer was the first game on, I believe it was on like PS2, Xbox 360 and the Wii. So yeah, those games are absolutely phenomenal. They play like a uh, Muso games. So it's like you're one character against a whole like zombie of a whole army of zombies and you kill them. But the really cool thing about the Oni Chambara series, it's, it's very, there's an underlying mechanic system that makes it very skill-based compared to any other game in the genre. So, for instance, there's these things called cool hits where, like, you time your hits exactly right, and like you rack up bonuses. And then there's, um, oh, like you use your triangle move to stagger enemies, and then you can do a cool combo by pressing X and Square together, and it kills everything in like one hit. And then you get bloodlust. Bloodlust is when you kill enemies with cool. They drop all these blood um, orbs. And then once you collect them, your character is just like filled, like like drenched in blood, or you get blood just from like killing enemies too, or like splatter on you. And then you can go like into ecstasy mode, is what they call it. And then you just like like destroy everything on screen. And the game is phenomenal. The boss fights are just as good as any of the games in the series. And actually, this Origins game takes the first two games in the series and remasters them from the ground up completely. And it's very very stylish and very cool. I'm about seven levels in, which is like, I think I'm like a third or the fourth of the way through it already. Or I'm sorry, uh, a third or a half of the way through it. But I'm I'm loving it so far. I've I've gone back, I've replayed levels and try to get higher scores on the levels I've played so far. Try to unlock rings so I can do different, so I can like have different abilities and powers be like uh, permanent so far. Or just grinding out levels, like just beating level over and over again to get more experience to make my um to make a uh, my Aya like super powerful and like unstoppable. So when I play later levels, it's just like a cakewalk. I get really obsessed with like Muso games to the point where like I'll just replay a level like <laughs> seventeen times in a row, and just like max out all my stats. That's awesome, dude. That's Tro- awesome. Trophy trophy list not so bad, honestly. It's it's pretty cool. There's DLC for this game where you unlock characters, but you can unlock them like playing through the game. And I kind of want to go for the platinum on this one because I actually like this game a lot. It's going to be a grind, but I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm gonna do it. I played I one of the Oni Chimbara games on 360, <laughs> and then I played the one that launched on the PS4. And um, they're they're overall they're cool games. They're 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 very 
hack and slash with zombies, and that's what always attracts me. Oh, okay. you play Chaos Z2? Yes. Yeah, Chaos Z1 is really good, too, but it only came out in Japan, didn't come out here. It sucks. I own it, though, because I imported it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent that $57 to import that thing. I I, oh. I, have, I have all of them. I have every single game in the series. Um, They were expensive. A lot more expensive because they didn't come here. And then did you play the other one that they made? It's called like uh God the fuck is it called? It's like Oh man, it has a crazy name, but it's like it's like a bunch of girls and like a SWAT girl. It's like a girl like Aya from like one Oni Chambara and like another one with a gun and they're like zombie it's like zombie hunter squad or something like that. No, but I know what you're talking about because it was on PSN. It's, oh, it's always like five bucks on PSN. Yeah, like, always. I never played it. So I picked it up one time and I was like, oh my god, the people who made Oni Chambara made this game like Oh my god, it's just the same game with different characters. Alright, I want to play this. It's got the jank of the older games and not the style of Oni Shambara. So for those who like Oni Shambara, I would stick with this game. Origins came out last year around the fall, so it's it's relatively new. But I was like, oh, I don't own it, and I kind of wanted it. It was on sale for like 23 bucks to sale, and I had like $11 left over from a gift card um, my friend bought me to buy Elden Ring. So I used it. I used the rest of the money to, to knock down the price on that, and then I picked it up. Sweet. Sweet. I played a game called Elden Ring. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not, it's not like this is popular or anything, right? No. No one's playing this. No one's playing this Elden Ring game. Elden Ring trademark, by the way, because, you know, you have to say it's Elden Ring trademark. Because oh, it's, tra- it's a trademark property. Uh, I played a, another four or five hours of Elden Ring. And yeah, that game is phenomenal. And I feel like I can't touch this game anymore until I beat a few games on my list because once I like immerse myself in Elden Ring, I I lose all concept of time. I don't want to go to work. I yeah, turn into a, I turn into a very grumpy person when I can't play it. So I need to put this game on the shelf for a while because it's done things to my life that I don't like. It's like it's like one of those games I got truly addicted to. Like I was like, "Whoa, it's like 5:30 in the morning. I got to go to work in 2 hours. This is not good." No. <laughs> it's like, "Fuck." I was like, "Oh, so I got dragged my ass to work and my boss like played Elden Ring, didn't you?" <laughs> that's, that's a good boss if he can identify that kind of stuff. I was like, "Shit." Are you okay? I, no. I'm, I played, don't I played, you like it though when you're at work all day and you're like you feel fucked because not even that something. Y- you ever sit at work CJ and you're like jonesing to get home just to play the fucking game like you're like tapping you're tapping your desk or clicking away. your pen you're like click 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 <laughs> click on the back of your pen you're like fuck I just, just want to go home and play this game all right, well I, I like it when you feel fucked like that you've had a couple of hours or whatever else and no one says anything and like you think like you know I'm getting away with this, this is awesome and then at the end of the day someone's like you just look fucked and it's like, <laughs> everyone knows just no one was gonna say anything no, that's awesome uh, dude I went to like I like stumbled out of bed the one morning that I stayed up too late playing it and like I literally like got dressed for work. Didn't realize that I left a shirt on that I slept in that night underneath the sweatshirt I put on to go to work oh. in. And I was like, fuck, I'm wearing like a Zelda shirt under this. I can't, I'm like a professional ass person. I can't be wearing this to work. <laughs> so I had to go outside and luckily I had like a spare shirt in my car. Cause I usually do because like 
I get like clothes ripped off me all the time at work. It's fucking whoa, whoa. Yeah, oh yeah, it's that kind of job, you know. I don't get money thrown at me though, so don't think it's not uh, that okay. kind of job. Not really. that kind of job. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, fucking not. I would just buy more games. Hey, right, if you yeah. want to rip my clothes off and throw money at me, we have a Patreon for that. Onlydads.com, hey. baby. That's that new tier. It's that new it's that, it's that fuck money tier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but, but, but I'm, yeah, not, I'm telling you, make that a new tier. Literally, make it like a hundred dollars a month and call it the only dad's tier. Oh my god! We could, we could, we we, we just put up content like us mowing the lawn and stuff. Only dads. Oh Shirtless. Yes. <laughs> Shirtless with, lawn with, mowing. With, probably a mock with 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 a Bud Light in one hand. Oh uh, my god! I I, my, I'm not holding piss water in my hand. You can pass on that. One. <laughs> I was gonna have my my seltzer water. Yeah. yeah, it's piss water. That's <laughs> <laughs> not brand. It's piss water. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I played a lot of stuff this week, but I, I feel like the the thing I had the most fun with, and I don't know if we want to turn this into like, you know, part of the segment of what we've been playing. I, I just like the one game I keep drawing myself back to is, is uh, Ease 8. And I really like, I want to beat it, but I know if I beat it, and like CJ knows exactly what I'm going to do when I beat it, I'm just going to go buy Ease 9. <laughs> and then I'm going to want to play that. But I know, like, I have to take a break. And I honestly, CJ, after you talked about Atelier Riza, that's all I really want to get next is Atelier Riza because I love Atelier. Oh, ga- I right. love I love Atelier that's games. They're one of my favorite series of all time. Super underrated series. Super underrated. Yeah, and I rebought all those collections too, CJ. I bought. I spent ninety dollars to buy to each, oh, one, each one of those sets. Oh yeah, <laughs> I own them all on PS4 and switch the the new versions of those games they're really the old games don't because the all the alchemy but the new ones really respect your time as well so if you if you were yeah. to jump into one of the new ones it's not like a hundred hours well you don't have to spend that yeah i mean i would anyway because you know rpg players do that yeah yeah dang 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 all right so then i'm gonna go ahead and end us uh around this out with a couple games that i've been playing uh the main one i'm gonna talk about is that resident evil resistance that multiplayer but you uh, played that 4v1 dude i've been playing so i haven't played a ton of games it's been another one of those really busy weeks but i've been playing matter of fact that's what i'm playing now like on the show but i've been playing a, a fair amount of it and what i did was i went and i downloaded the game on all the consoles in the house right so i got my kids playing it with me because i just assumed the servers are so dead for this game the only way i'm going to get matches is if my kids play with me and so since it's not a proper resident evil story i figured i'd let them play since they already play like dead by daylight and stuff the content is is a little more um gory and there's a little more language in there than i would prefer um so i've kind of made some accommodations for that you know but like they love these 4v1 games these killer versus survivor games that they 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 love this stuff and so what we've been doing is we've been playing that together and uh and I, i've been playing I'm, I'm sitting here now just getting matches constantly playing online but uh cj and i played this together probably a year or two ago and the game is it's definitely got some jank to it it's definitely a 4v1 you know it's not balanced properly in my opinion um the game is is not it's not meant for for newbies. It's meant for people who grind it out and unlocked everything. But the the game, I just no matter if you're the mastermind or if you're the survivor, I feel like the game you're never. It's never properly balanced. You're never balanced based on level. 
Um, but I play in it, and I'm and I'm actually having a good time, even though I'm basically just dying over and over and over again. Um, I played that. Played some WWE 2K22. Uh, myself it's and so good. It really is. Myself and Spider Packs played uh, three Royal Rumbles before we got on the show tonight, and uh, had a good time with it. Played some Layers of Fear. Um, I I'd only got four trophies in the game. I don't think I'm that far. I know it's it. The, how long to beat says it's only like five or six hours to beat the campaign. Um, and I think I'm probably two hours into it. Um, not a bad game. I like Bloober Team. I like their work. Um, I don't know that I'm really digging this game yet. Like it's a lot of jump scares and the story is kind of bare bones. Uh, I, 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 I'm reading all the little notes and stuff that I find and everything, but I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's a game. It's not terrible. I don't know that I love the first person horror, like, um, walking Sims, you know, like I don't, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I guess because it does have combat in it, I'm not like overly enamored with it. But uh, overall, n- not a terrible game by any stretch. I just, I just don't think I love it. It hasn't really clicked for me yet. And then the only other thing I guess I'll bring up is I've been playing um, some Minecraft Dungeons. Played that with the boys. I think I got a couple trophies in there, not too many. Uh, my trophies, my trophy has been my trophy acquiring has been trash lately. Just really, really not getting a ton of them. But achievement. Um, oh, hey, somebody's getting them. But uh, but outside of that, I mean, I'm not playing anything that's like I'm I'm still working on my pledges. So like, but I haven't made any real progress in them. So I got I got some 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 hours ahead of me still. But overall, just I'm enjoying playing this tonight. You know, it's something I don't have to listen to. You know, like Dead by Daylight, you can't play while you're doing something else. You really need to hear the music and the killers moving in that game. Whereas uh, this Resident Evil Resistance, I don't have to hear anything. Like it's, this is perfectly fine. Just walking through the game and doing the objectives, and like right now, I'm just getting killed by zombies. So I'm not even, I'm not even really any help to my team. And no one talks in there. Fortunately, no one talks in the game. So like I don't, I don't have to talk to anybody. I just uh, hit buttons and go. So I was going to ask you, Resident Evil man, what um. Wasn't there some sort of multiplayer thing supposed to come with eight? Or yes, is that not happening anymore? Uh, you know, they delayed it to this year, and then I haven't heard anything else about it. So right. we will see. I, I, I want it to happen. It looks like a like arena based shooter with all the different characters throughout the the franchise. And to me, like even if it's not great, that just that's got to be fun, you know. Like, uh, who, who doesn't want to just run around and kill people as your favorite characters from your favorite survival horror franchise? So that, that's definitely a game that when it comes out, I'm going to play it on sheer principle, but I mean, I platinumed freaking umbrella core and that game was arguably one of the worst games ever released in the franchise. And I got with a cool group of trophy, you know, hunters and boosters and uh, hardcore Resident Evil fans. So like we we just had a good time. It was eighty hours well spent. Uh, I would love to get a good boost group together for this game, but I don't necessarily want to get. I don't know that I, I'm looking for an experience where we get in for two hours at a time and everything's super coordinated and everybody's like, oh, all right, now you do this. All right, now you do this. Um, I don't know that like that's how I want to spend my game time. 
So I'm just kind of chipping away at it. And like, if I get trivies, I get them. If I don't, I don't. But, you know, while we're doing the show, this is perfect. So, All right. Well, I'm going to hit you with something that's going to make you happy. What you got? All right. So since I finished one of my pledges, I only got one left in the sleeping dogs. And since you're not making any real progress in it, there's something I want to start doing that we talked about. And you told me to let you know when I was going to do it. And uh, the first Resident Evil game is downloading on my Xbox right now. So, oh, you dirty dog. I mean, I know. All right. I mean, yeah, my plan was to have Sleeping Dogs finished this month. Um, this month is getting a little carried away with just other obligations. So I will definitely have Sleeping Dogs finished next month. Um, I, I like to get the pledges and get them knocked out, you know, and like have consistent, you know, it's it's nice to have that. Oh man, I'm I need to be playing this game. I need to be working on this, and I need to be uh you know taking it in and and making content for Patreon. So I enjoy uh I enjoy having that as as almost like the uh, the driving force into knocking out some of the bigger games. So it's definitely definitely something I want to I'm going to finish up soon and get back to for sure. But I will always play some Resident Evil. And my son and I like we just beat. A few months ago, we just beat the the first Resident Evil uh, with Jill. So we were talking about going back and beating it with Chris. So, well, there you go. Now you're twisting my arm, there, buddy. I mean, I Ooh, think who I, wouldn't I, want to beat it with Chris? <laughs> He's the guy that gets more and more muscly, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, every, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how he could beat off. That's how he could beat rocks from beating off so much. There you go. <laughs> I was watching, we're totally detracting, but I was watching on Amazon because um, I couldn't find anything to watch uh, Prime, and it was oh, I don't remember. Um, what show it was it wasn't good it's one of their flagship uh shows or whatever else it's that one word thing it might be like spent yes reach up yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you just said that uh, wasn't good this. what well no it's good it's not like amazing like i'm enjoying it but it's not like like uh, i don't know it's not it's not something anyone's talking about here anyway um but i, I was watching now i don't know the gentleman's name or whatever else and i was watching my partner came in and watched it for like 20 minutes and he's like this is fucking dreadful and he goes i know where you're watching it and because the guy is like uh, who yeah. is the guy i don't know yeah i don't, yeah, but I don't he's remember like his name built like a fucking brick shit house yeah you know? he, he wears a bit too much shirt but he's a wonderful looking dude and <laughs> it's just I don't know who the target audience for that show is, but there should be more women watching it. Goliath. <laughs> Goliath. Yeah. Dude, he was, uh, he plays, uh, uh, Hulk he played, th- he played in Castle too. He also, yeah. he was in, um, that, uh, CW Superman show. What was it called? Uh, Smallville. Was he really? Wasn't he like Aquaman or something like that in Smallville? Uh, who cares? Uh, I don't know. Smallville what? fucking out of yeah, here. Smallville's terrible. You Smallville's are so terrible. fired. Go do you You're like so anything, fired. Joe? Do you like yeah, anything? I don't yeah, like you want to know what he likes? The best wrestling promotion today. Okay, okay. We forgive you. We forgive you. Shout out to Hook on his on his Dynamite debut. Hook's Hook's tearing it up. That's right. That's right. All right. Speaking of tearing it up, let's move on over to our Loot Bros leaderboard. Zach, you got him queued up. I do. Since we started with the I'm Stalin on your leaderboard last week, we'll start with the True Trophies leaderboard this week. In first place is the Affectatious Donk himself with 247 trophies. Man, kill it this week. CJ, you've been playing a lot of games, I see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of trophies in Far Cry 6. So that's all I can say. <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, and then in second place, we got Redbeard Rick with 71 trophies. And third place, we're skipping third place. And fourth place is Resident Daryl with 30 trophies. 
playing that 2K22. And then in fifth place, Dat One Segel with 24 trophies. He's actually the playing the, the Batman Telltale series. Who the hell was in third place? Ooh, Who do you think is in third place? I'm not uttering his name on this podcast. Not unless no. he's on this podcast. Oh, he who shall not be named was in third place? Yeah, he... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we start referring to him on the podcast. He who should not be named is in third place with 34 trophies. Wow. Daryl, you let you let him beat you this week by four trophies. I'm disappointed in you, son. Where did I land this week? I thought I had uh, a serviceable week. You Maybe not. I don't know. landed in eighth place with 17. Oh damn! I might have shit beat. Yeah, you're you're below you're below Stink Palm and Gaz. Jesus! Maybe <laughs> Stink Palm beat me. Yep. Man, that's like eating a shit sandwich. Uh, Shout out to Stink Palm. <laughs> You're just one pigeon pee away from taking it all down. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I will never. It'll only, result. It'll only take you a minute as well. I will never result to that just to gain first place on the leaderboard. Just click refresh on the leaderboard. Suddenly, I'm in second place. It's Ooh. okay because because I was talking, I was joking around with uh, a bunch of people that I was going to make a uh, a be legit trophy uh, leaderboards where like you can't use any spam on the leaderboards or you're automatically disqualified. Do it, do it. You won't do it. You scare. And I would name it. I would name it the leave the 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 Levi, <laughs> be legit trophy. There you go. Hey, trophy so, leaderboard. So I snuck out to the to outside the house to take a leak while you were reading the leaderboards. The hell, <laughs> and you're like, he who shall not be named. <laughs> I was at laughing. I'm like, my neighbors are watching me through their window, taking a piss out the side of the house. They're like, why is he sitting there peeing and giggling at the same time? What's wrong with this crazy man? You're like, don't you have a house to pee in that you're standing right next to? I'm in the basement and the plumbing is like, like we don't have a, like, it's not a finished bathroom down here. There is plumbing, but like not enough to actually use. So like, I got to run out to the little mini patio and pee off the side of it. Uh, or I could run up, you know, two flights of stairs but who wants to do that <laughs> it's good you're making the effort unlike uh unlike old mate's wife just shit in the bed didn't you? <laughs> and blamed it on the dog filthy <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, animals that's that is that is one psychotic setup that it's whole thing is, that is that wild is that bitch is crazy 110 percent Dude, all right, we'll get there for real in the show. We're gonna get there, but good God, that this has been some of the most entertaining stuff. Like, I'm like, why isn't there a reality TV show about those two? Why aren't there cameras in their house right now? Like, what are we doing here? Because uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard would both be in prison. <laughs> but if you if you say it's for the show, it's okay. No, I don't think that's how that works. I mean, if it was uh, a reality TV show, I feel like they would get away with it. I feel like Daryl is onto something here. I don't think I don't quite think cocaine would get away with it. I mean, Rick James, <laughs> fuck your couch. <laughs> All right, what are, have you already read both the leaderboards? I was no, nope, we just did, we just did the true trophies. Now we're back. Now we're on the I'm styling on your leaderboards in first place. Of course, I'm styling on you, bro, with forty eight thousand seven hundred and eighty achievement points. Get it. In second place, Mr. Sony Pony to you with 9,285 achievement points. Man, you it, it seems like you're in first place on the trophies leaderboard every week, and you're in second place every week on the Xbox leaderboard. Yeah. So I need you to slow down a little bit. Do you work? Yeah, and well, not for the last two weeks. So. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> fair. Okay, that's fair. Hey, <laughs> look, don't, let him, don't let him fool you. He, <laughs> he's got it figured out, too, to where he's working, and and he'll still k- get those numbers. So That's fair. <laughs> work means oh, nothing to these will be guys. back next week. 
Oh no, Sat- 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 will be back. Sat- Sadik's actually here. He got he actually okay. uh, tripled his score from last week. He is in third place with three thousand three hundred ninety four achievement points. There you go. Come to play. Your yours truly is in fourth place with four hundred fifteen achievement points. Nice. GDI Master Ace is in fifth with one hundred and sixty five achievement points. I'm glad to see him back on the leaderboards. We haven't seen him as much. He used to kill the leaderboards every week. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes ebbs and flows. Glad to see and him back on. And JT is on here playing a terrible game called Outriders. Uh, you know, that game's not that nine dollars. I feel like I might pick it up eventually. Dude, it's on game it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it plays like ha- Gears. It's weird. It's not I don't know. I just did the story didn't grip me in the first hour and a half, and I was just eh. I'll wait for I, it to come to PS Plus Pass, guys. I gotta yeah, be I gotta be like that now. <laughs> You, you you're not allowed to buy any more games. You have to finish a lot of games already. No, you've already started. You, you've started buy, Elden Ring. Look, as buy all the games. <laughs> I, I bought Elden Ring. I've never even downloaded it. Hey, Daryl, <laughs> you have you have what we'd like to say is an addiction. But the problem is, is you don't have a voice of reason. No, Joe I has I bought, a voice of reason. I bought it for my son. Okay, uh-huh. and he said today he's not really digging it. Uh, after he's probably put like. 40 hours into it um, possibly yeah but he said i asked him today i said like, so how's the elden ring he's like eh it's okay I was it's, like, really? it's it's just such a grind and i and i was enjoying i enjoy that kind of environment i'm a D player that's why like tiny tina's clicked so well and i don't know i i I'm, I'm with joe as soon as i start playing i'm not going to want to and i'm getting ready to go out of town for work again for two weeks so i'm gonna sit in a hotel room and play nothing but games so oh, I, have th- I have three games playing or downloading right now so mm-hmm. hopefully I'll, I'll get through a couple do it do it get through all the games i love this let's all make a pack none of us are going back to work until we beat another game Jesus. I can go back to to work. Yes, I beat Lego Hobbit on the show. Plus two! Oh, dang. (laughs) Daryl, you have the backlog beatdown pulled up? Uh, I definitely do. I am definitely not clicking around. um, Trying to get back into that menu. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That that reminds me of I, I listen to the Giant Bomb podcast, and every week, like they, the 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 guy obviously forgets to bring up the document they're reading from. Well, yep. one of the guys, the other two hosts, are all over it, and every week he makes his lame like, "Oh shit, I just got logged out of it here," you know, and he's like goes on this whole rant, but he's just fucking forgotten every week. To log in. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, what's funny is I, I have like I have like thirty tabs open at all times, and then I I never have. <laughs> the one I need, right? So I always have the data entry sheet brought up and never have the actual like stats. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. click over to, oh, dang it, I'm in the wrong one. Let me back out real fast. All right. <laughs> CJ took first place from Diego with 49 points. Good. Whoop, whoop. Ooh, I thought he came back. It, well, he's got 48 points now. I think oh. he dropped something in the group today. Yeah, he Might did. Okay, well, I, I didn't update it this morning. So wh- whatever was put in there today is going to get updated for next week. So CJ's got the lead. Diego uh, is in second place with 48 points. Next is Redbeard Rick with 44. Then you got Gaz Davis with 35. Then you got Resident Dare with 30. Tied with JT for 30. Now you got I'm styling on your bro with 21. Uh, Joe is the tentative 16. 
But I hear that he's going to be adding his points up. So who knows? We might have some. We might have some real stuff on there. He might be a real competitor for a change. And then Zach's got fifteen. Zach's going to be stepping his game up real soon, though. We got Yellow. James the Nerd. Okay, now look here. We got Redbeard Rick's son is catching up with you, Zach. All right. So you got it. You got it. And Tricky's catching up with you. He's he's right behind you with twelve points. You can't what let Tricky trash. Tri- oh, that's right. He beat the Skywalker saga. Yep. Yep, and so you got Alex with eleven, uh, Jared with ten, but actually, I think we got to add his uh, bunker in there for two more because I don't think I added that one in there just yet. Oh, and now hang on a second, give the man praise. One of the greatest turd nurses of the year. He finally finished Persona Five. That was That's amazing. Right. Yeah, right. He's been nursing that thing forever. I gotta go. I gotta go beat that. That's on my list of ten games. I actually have to yeah. beat one of those ten games. You know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe. Do it. Next up, you got Homer and Corey tied with nine. You got Noah with eight. Uh, Yield with six. Uh, MZ with five. MZ's falling off the map. He's then got so busy streaming and playing all these community games with the trophy skanks that uh, he's fallen off of his uh, off of his. He was he was on a nice little tear of platinums there for a while. Nice, good quality platinums. Uh, next, we got. Uh, John Michael and T-Bird with four. Uh, James McCall with three. You got Jim, Kali, Levi, Spider-Packs, and wow, it's Brandy with two. So, leave it to Brandy to pull up the rear. Wow. <laughs> so. And big shot, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Diego, uh, what is the EDJ or whatever? Yeah. Uh, the other week or so, he goes, um, you know, is finally letting go of trophies and completion and just playing games, which is great yeah. to see. It's the whole point of this fucking pursuit, sir. Yes. Which virtual bling of which you have so, they have so little anyway. Why are you obsessed with it when you've got like a handful of things? I don't understand. <laughs> but but he's like, he's done that. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm always happy to see that or whatever else. And he finished Metal Gear 4. And I'm like, I wonder what percentage he got. Like, I don't know. I wasn't even looking for it. I was just looking through to see what he was going to, what he's playing at the moment, how many points he's going to knock off in the next week or something and metal gear for seven percent now like okay i'm all for just playing the game but how do you play a game like that and get seven percent of the trophies even when you're not concentrating <laughs> it's just what is going on sir like like 20 percent is respectable but seven that's kojima you gotta do all kinds of crazy stuff to get he, trophies he must be you. going around the bloody trophies he's like oh shit there's a trophy there i'll come around here and go back in like <laughs> I, I, look i respect that that's impressive <laughs> uh, <laughs> he went from trophy collector to trophy dodge that's right. That's commitment. I like it. So That's he's starting right. a new po- podcast, the Trophy Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> right. You should, well, uh, you you should have Tricky on that trophies. show. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He, he, sh- he who he shall, not, who be shall not be named. You got to say it like uh, Snipe, though. Me who, who, the hell is, who, the hell is, who the hell is Snipe? <laughs> you mean Snape? Same thing. <laughs> he said Snipe. I called him Sneed last time. I was like, <laughs> "Hey, Sneed. you have to you have to respect Alan Rickman. He's no longer here." Bro. I told my kids are like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. We were talking about something. I was like, "Oh, you mean Sneed?" And they're like, "Who the freak is that?" I'm like, I don't know. Who's that guy with the? Who's no that wonder, guy with the long hair? No wonder why you weren't invited to Universal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't like, even know their is, names. They're like, this turn's gonna ruin our day, so we're just gonna leave them home. <laughs> No Wizarding World for you. Uh, and I'm all like, let's go see that Dumbledork. <laughs> Dumbledork movie. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's like, Daddy. So, 
All right, speaking of Dumbledorks, here we go. Diego writes in and says, What video games that have been universally praised could you not get into no matter how hard you tried? So we'll uh, we'll start with CJ. What is a game that no matter how much people wank to it, you just can't get into it? Uh, well, I suppose Kojima games. I don't. I never played any of the Metal Gear games. I tried to play a couple, and then I did play the Death Stranding, and I finished it. But I don't. I don't know. Like I like the concept, like of, of really different and weird. But I don't understand the the, fa- the fascination. To be honest with him, I think there's other people doing interesting things as well um some sort of god or something i think i don't know uh him and then i think like we joke about it but that horizon i just i like i don't know like i don't want to go on about it but i just your point is very clear like it's just a total ripoff of assassins and the witcher and i must be the only person that feels that way because everyone loves it and i don't understand why you wouldn't play the other two instead but and even even to a degree the new horizon forbidden west like i made a joke that it's like you know it was it was a fun fun you know intro to Assassin's Creed because that's what it feels like you know you finish the game and you expect the, the you know the the title to come up and now the game starts sort of thing like it's just they're bite sized games even though it's like thirty hours or twenty hours they're bite sized RPGs they're not you know fleshed out hundred hour things and yet everybody loves them and I don't know I don't as much so I suppose those those couple yeah yeah I mean hey not everything is for everybody what about you Zach. Um, I met the Metal Gear games. I really never got. Yeah, I was I, I was greatly agreeing with CJ on that. Um, everybody talks about how great the Metal Gear Solid games were, especially like one through three, were like god tier from in in a lot of people's opinions. And I just could never really enjoy them. Um, and then if we're and then let, let's do an underrated game series that a lot of people have taken for granted and forgot about the uh, the Splinter Cell games. Oof. Or one that I really enjoy. I'm actually playing. Uh, I'm downloading Blacklist again. Right, that's a good game. Again, my favorite one was actually con- was actually Conviction. Um, yes, I the agree. One where, the one where they stole his, uh, where they took his daughter. Yes. Oh my god, that was probably one of my favorite ones out of the whole series. But not only is that an amazing game, but the presentation, the way that they would throw the text on the environment. That was the first game I've ever played like that. Like, that game right. was so cool. And the Spies versus Mercs mode, oh my gosh, so good. So freaking good. Yeah, that, that, that's what I got. What, what about you, Joe? Minecraft. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've well, just, I just like tried it so many times, and I just don't, I don't get the appeal. Like, and I even tried, like, Minecraft, like, with a story. Like, I tried, like, Dragon Quest builders, and I was like, "This is okay, but it's still just Minecraft." And I don't, I don't know. I just can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Like I feel, and I feel like like I would like something like that because I like to waste time in games and just do like random shit and like build worlds and stuff. But I just, I don't know. It just never, just never appealed to me, like ever. So there's a there's an indie developer, and I and I put it in our chat that uh, it's talking about coming on the show. And two of their games are on Game Pass, and one of their games it's literally like um, it's not even like a story game. It's it's literally just a waste time game. I don't know if it has any achievements or not. It's called Townscaper. It's on Game Pass for free, and it's literally just building towns, dude. And that's literally all it is. And it's li- building like little uh, little towns on the water. Um, it 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 looks like 
uh, it looks really cool for like a game that to, to just sit there and like zen out and play like just to like call, come down from a hard day of work or something like that yeah dude sometimes you need those sometimes there's games that like i can't wait to play but then it's like i come home from a crappy day at work or a tough day at work and it's like i don't want to play anything heavy i don't want to play anything that requires a lot of brain power sometimes i just want to turn the brain off and fish in minecraft so i dig that i dig that as for me uh we've had a, a question similar to this before so i'm not going to repeat my answer and say the souls games because those just have never clicked for me but i'm going to say like battle royale like I just they just don't work. I like I don't know what it is about. I don't I guess maybe if someone made like a battle royale that had like a good trophy list that was fun to you know to go for. But I've tried multiple battle royales and I just I just think that I've I don't have what it takes to be interested in dropping in, dying, dropping in, dying, dropping in, dying for nothing. You know? I don't like I don't care about the battle pass. I don't care about the skins, you know? And I'm not just talking about Fortnite. I'm talking about other games, too. Like, I played uh, I played PUBG. Didn't care for it. I, I thought it was janky as crap, and you'd think that'd be right Still up my right. alley. But yeah. Um, I played uh, H2Z, which I like that way better than uh, all the others. But even then, that wasn't enough to keep me into it, you know? And then I've played Fortnite with my kids off and on. But, like, it just doesn't click, you know, no matter how many times I try. I would love to get into a game like that where it's like, oh, I only have an hour since I can't play spam. Let me just drop into a battle royale and go. But I just I just don't like them. Just don't enjoy them. So maybe no you like maybe you like the Halo one when it comes out. I mean, I wish I liked Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we're not going to keep bringing it up. Here, <laughs> I wish I liked three, four, three. I just they suck. I don't even, right I'm not even exactly. mad at Halo. I'm just mad at them. Yeah. So, all right. Diego also writes in and he has, what are some of your favorite video game soundtracks? And he gives a special shout out to Donkey Kong Country 2. I've been awesome. wanting to talk about this for a while. We haven't talked about video game soundtracks in a long time. Um, so I definitely have a few that I, I really adore. But CJ, favorite video game soundtracks? Oh, I didn't really know. Um, hmm. Uh, do, do you want to go first? I didn't even think about that. Sorry. Oh, no, you're totally good. Um, Joe, I know Joe's got a few, got a few. Oh, definitely. Um, Persona, all of the series. Mm. The entire series has amazing soundtracks. I would say four and five are my two favorite. Like, just, oh, man. And then the rhythm games that they made for those, oh, man, it takes to another level. I could cheat and say Super Smash Brothers Ultimate because it's probably the best gaming soundtrack of all time because you take every great nintendo game and then every character that they put in those games and you smash all that music together and put it on like one playlist and it's like the best video game soundtrack of all time like nothing touches it but if you want to go game by game and like really give a true answer i would say um like i said persona and then i had one on the tip of my tongue and now i lost it and i'm really mad like i just had the perfect answer and I would say Zelda. I would say Link to the Past is my favorite soundtrack of all time. Like, I just think the the music in Link to the Past is like the genesis for and the jumping off point for every single like Legend of Zelda song going forward. They all take that formula from Link to the Past. Like, all the main themes come from that game for the most part. As far as like moving forward in the series, like they 
it's some iteration of those songs and i just think that game is just a wonderful fucking game i think the soundtrack in zombies ate my neighbors for super nintendo is absolutely phenomenal very cool um horror soundtrack very very well done 16-bit uh soundtrack and then kingdom hearts and oh i found the answer okay so there's this little game called final fantasy theater rhythm and it takes all the themes from final fantasy and all like the battle music and puts it into one game and you do like these touch-based um rhythm game and it's for 3ds and it's probably my favorite soundtrack of like any game because it takes all the great music from final fantasy and like jams it all into one game that's my answer what about you zach um so if we're doing like classically like made music from like like personally made music i'm gonna have to go with uh halo 3 um, that soundtrack was really good. Uh, Halo 2's is a close second when it comes to original. Um, and then if we're doing like like songs that other people have made, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 was yeah, one of my fav- one. favorite ones for songs. A couple Three Days Grey songs, a uh, couple non-point songs. Super, super good soundtrack for that for that for that video game, dude. Um- uh, what was it a uh, day of reckoning two on gamecube the opening menu song is firefly by uh breaking benjamin so okay. good so good i love i love those games for that for the soundtracks so i got uh, okay so my go-to all-time favorite is the resident evil 2 original soundtrack now i know you guys have heard me say that before so i'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one alone that one still is the king to me it has just, in my opinion, just the best. It's, it is so, so good. I love the Silent Hill soundtracks. And I went back and listened to them a good bit about a year or two ago. I was on a bit of a tear. Like, just couldn't get enough of them. Uh, Josh Adams, my co-host on the Comic Cast, uh, he and I were doing like that Resident Evil Silent Hill kind of matchup, review matchup we were doing. And like because of that, I was listening to the you know, those soundtracks are a good bitch to kind of compare them. So the, the Silent Hill, the first three soundtracks are so eerie and disgusting and awesome. Um, uh, as for more, something a little more modern, uh, I think that uh, the Doom 2016 soundtrack is just one of the, it's a masterpiece. It is heavy, deep tune guitar, lots of riffage. And the story behind that soundtrack is that, you know, uh, the, you know, I guess it didn't want, um, you know, they didn't want like guitars in their soundtrack. And so Mick Gordon was like, not only will I give you guitars, but I'm going to give you deep tune, eight string guitars, and I'm going to rip your face off. And doom plays like a rhythm game with the intensity of the soundtrack. And so it's just so, so cool absolutely love it oh man you want to go full gen we can go full gen (laughs) yeah dude uh doom eternal has an amazing amazing soundtrack and i need to play that still i need to play that still the the soundtrack's better than the game that's what i've heard that's the only thing that's (laughs) the only good thing i heard about the game the The platforming in that game is annoying yeah, yeah, well, I heard they like, oh, you didn't like the platform in the first game? Here's like fucking like 900 yeah. more things to platform it's on. So, it's so it's so much worse. Uh, so, oh, I got another one, Daryl. Um, go for it. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. I was just about to say that one. That was my next one. And DMC, yeah. the Combi yes. Christ soundtrack from DMC. Yes, oh, yes. man, that is so really good. good. 
So now I listen to the Max Payne 3 soundtrack a lot. Like that is in my like top playlist for I listen to um, music score while I read. So whether I'm reading novels or, or comics or anything like that, I listen to music score. And dude, I listen to the the uh, the Max Payne sound, 3 soundtrack as part of my playlist or whatever. I freaking love it. But dude, it is so much better in game than it is outside of the game. Like there is a, a I can't oh, I can't remember who did it now who does the soundtrack now, um, but the way that they do it, it the the EDM parts and some of the sound effects that they use and a little bit of the ominous like hum in, in the background is so freaking good during that game. Like Max Payne Three has one of the best soundtracks ever. It's so good. So I don't. I'm not huge. Health is the band. Health is the ones that did it. I'm hoping um, they remaster like three. Well, not remaster. Just port three when they make when they remaster the first two. Like I hope they just dude, give us I the opportunity it. to replay them. Oh replay my gosh, that game. Yes. yes. It's underrated Max Payne game. Like everyone gives it shit because like it just played completely different than the first two games. But I feel like it had to. It's on a modern console. What do you like? What are you expecting? Dude, that is one of those hidden gems that I just, or I say hidden gems, sleeper gems for me. I just it sat on it and sat on it and sat on it. When I played that game like a couple years ago, that hit at the best time. I I freaking loved every second of that game. So, um, those are some of the, some of my favorites. And then Diego, uh, uh, CJ, did you come up with one that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think I like particular songs. I suppose within games, maybe. Uh, overall, over all soundtracks, but uh, maybe the Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, some of them that uh, the Leviathan theme, the Trial of the Leviathan, and links into the a Prayer for Luna. Uh, so really, I don't know, but it's sort of paired with the gameplay, I think, as well. Some phenomenal. Uh, you know, I really, I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for choir and orchestra going berserk or like woman wailing over something uh, type music in games. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. I dig it. I I don't remember the Final Fantasy 15 soundtrack, but the majority of the time I played that game and that we played that game on the podcast was back when we used to stream the show live and we couldn't hear it. <laughs> so yeah. I couldn't hear the soundtrack even if I wanted to. Um, but yeah, yeah that's definitely a uh, music score over the past probably five years has been something that I've gotten into more than more than I ever thought I would. And I absolutely adore just some good music score. And I've been reading a ton of comics. Like, like now that I'm doing my schooling, all of my downtime where I can't play games, breaks and lunches and stuff like that at work have been like reading. And I, like, I'll put on like a, a shuffle playlist of like, I don't know, a thousand songs. I don't remember how many's in there. I know it's over 700. And I'll be reading and from panel to panel, like the music will change you know, in the background and it'll escalate, it'll ramp up. And sometimes it it's almost like it fits the stories. And it's mm-hmm. so cool. Like I love listening to music score as I'm reading. I'm actually I'm re- I'm reading the third Resident Evil novel right now. Uh mm-hmm. City of the Dead. And dude, just like you're reading like a chase scene, you know what I'm saying? In there, and then like the music score in the background's like ramping up. And it's so unintentional, but it's so cool. Mm. So that's funny. It's funny, That's funny, isn't funny it? Like, you got to get to the fifth book now. Yeah, 
Mm, no, I was just thinking, it's funny because a lot of those games you mentioned, I don't know if you know the composer Jason Graves. Yes. Uh, he composed a lot of that music you're talking about. And I ran into, I remember playing the Tomb Raider, uh, the original Tomb Raider, 2013, 12, somewhere in there. And uh, I remember enjoying the music then because it was bizarre, it, like music. And I looked into him and he cre- he's a guy that created his own weird instrument for that soundtrack. It was sort of like garbage can with things sticking out of it and all this sort of stuff. But if you, if you don't know his name, he's the guy. He's done everything. DMC. He did uh, the Man of Medan, the Dark Pictures. He's the composer yes. for that as well. And yeah, he's good, isn't he? Like he's, oh, he's, he's like awesome. a horror movie composer uh, for games, or he's a film composer for games, really. Yes, yes. I have a lot of his stuff in my uh, in my my playlist, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm a big even if fan you don't think you have played one of his games, you definitely have. He did Far he's Cry Prim- Primal as well. Yeah, yeah stack. So yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, uh, and he did. Oh, another one. I didn't even think about this. Okay, now that you bring him up, one of my dude. This this soundtrack has been getting getting into my soul lately. The 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 soundtrack from um uh Order eighteen eighty six. That soundtrack. If you've never listened to it, listeners, uh, podcast guys, if you've never listened to it, the violins and the string instruments in that like soundtrack is so so good and i listen to that a lot that's also in my 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 like big playlist of, of reading you know uh music and i will i'll just listen to that soundtrack by itself you know like i adore that soundtrack and that was that's actually what turned me on to him as a composer was that one and then i started realizing I'm like wait a minute he did the tomb raider reboot uh he did i think he did some stuff for prey um, he's done a bunch of stuff that I'm into. So, uh, uh no, maybe, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was Mick Gordon that did pray. Either way, tons of, tons of, tons of great stuff. Check out Jason Graves. So, um, and someone should, I almost forgot someone should, and I always pronounce it wrong. So fuck it. Uh, someone should shout out, although it will be none of you or maybe Joe, uh, that had Sune Miku. Uh, could you, how could you not love her music? It's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know uh, who that is? Hatsune yeah, Miku or whatever. I'm not familiar. Oh, okay. Well, she she's the Japanese Vocaloid, um, all those rhythm games or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's so funny because I have a a new, oh, like she's been for a few lessons or whatever, a senior student preparing for university. And uh, so she's, what, 7, 18, 17, 18, uh, to study music or whatever and uh, sort of getting her ready for the final auditions. And we were talking the other day and because, you know, I don't advertise that I play games in a professional setting like that because we're there to work uh, and I'll talk about uh, Nightfall or whatever. And. And uh, she started to tell me about that she's really into K-pop. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, it's not huge in Australia or K-pop. And then we got onto J-pop. And I said, oh, do you know this Hatsune? Oh, my God, I love Hatsune. And we got into this massive conversation, which doesn't interest your listeners at all, I'm sure. But it's bizarre because she, I don't know, she seems to have, um, the Vocaloid seems to have disappeared a little bit. I think she got married. Some uh, a Japanese guy married her. And that's, been, you know, she's probably become a housewife or whatever. So, well, yeah, well, you, you know, um, over in uh, with, with some of the Japanese like stars and stuff like that, like, like it's kind of like against their contracts and stuff to like get married and have kids. And then when they do, they kind of like their management and stuff will like just let them go, they'll stop working with them. Yeah, well, I think they let 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 him marry this because it's a projection, obviously, vocaloid, it's not a real person. Uh, he he, they he was allowed to marry her, which, you know, just, it's Japan, Japan, so anything, can go, anything goes. But <laughs> anything goes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's locked her in the basement now, I don't know, to uh, private shows. Jeez. 
well, we're never going to have a Japanese developer on the show. Thanks. Yeah, you know, as long as he's in shit shit in her bed, I was about to say Amber Heard has definitely done way worse. (laughs) Well, I definitely don't want her on the show ever. It's going to shit in her miso, and then it's going to escalate from there. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Okay, if 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 Amber Heard's management said, "Hey, we're trying to do this press tour to clear her up, make her more marketable, get her back as uh, Queen Mara." Um, I would be like, absolutely, Loot Bros is where you need to be. Bring her on. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. I would not discriminate against her or Daryl have be like, any... like I'll let you shit on my chest, uh, chest for four hundred. No, no, I ain't going. I ain't going that far. Jeez, <laughs> it, it's it's the only time I would love. Well, you know, there, there's a few things I would love to say in church as the I don't know what do you call people that stand up but they're not actually like official, but they still get to preach sometimes. And maybe, maybe that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, but I would love to stand up in front of a congregation and just say the words. Who among us has not shit the bed? (laughs) It seems like such an appropriate, you know, don't judge anyone until you uh, walk in Uh, their shoes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or shit in their case. That's some of yeah, some of the wildest crap, dude. That's that's so freaking funny. It was a wild crap, apparently. Oh, there we go. It's just wonderful. They have more money than God, yet they feel it's they need to air all their problems in front of everyone. It's just, yeah, it's just bizarre. <laughs> it's like it's funny because all the headlines are the Johnny Depp defamation suit, and I'm over here going, "You mean the defecation suit?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, Diego left us one more. He said, "What are some hilarious memories you have from your high school years?" Hmm. He wants to follow up with those uh, those embarrassing stories from last week. So he likes the fart stories, yeah. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I listened to I listened to last week's episode again while I was working this week, and I and just to listen to those stories again, and I was just, I just couldn't help but laugh. And someone was like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't know farting in people's faces." Yeah, duh. Step off, man. Step, Step off. off. <laughs> I listened back to it when I was editing it. I laughed. Oh my gosh. I laughed. I was like, man. Instead of like, instead of like dubstep, is that like fart step? <laughs> I mean, it's fartcore. 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 All right. So, CJ, you want to start us off with a, 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 like a, a hilarious oh high school God. memory? or? Uh, well, I don't have a fart story, so he probably won't find it hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I suppose, I don't know. I found this funny at the time, I suppose. I have two, um, so it'll be brief. Uh, <laughs> you may not find them funny, I suppose. Uh, so in, when we're about 15 here, we do a, like a work experience program. I'm sure you do it similar in the States. We go to a job and like you just try it out. You see yeah. what they do and, and stuff like that. So you know, I was really interested in law. So I thought I'll go to like a law firm. So I went to a law firm in the city and um, the guy sort of knew my parents. So like, it was cool. Like, you know, he took you to court. You didn't just get put in a back room and shit and did nothing. So you got to see what they did and stuff. And then anyway, one day there's not much going on or whatever. And they're like, this whole computer, can you just enter these numbers in? Like uh, there were billable hours. I didn't really realize at the time uh, for clients. <laughs> so I did it and I got a bit bored and I stopped concentrating and I must've just been typing like random numbers in. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't realize, and, but no, I didn't like do it intentionally. Like I just, you know, zoned out. And anyway, the next day they came in and apparently because it's automated, the program had drawn up all the bills and some people would build like a thousand hours when they'd had like 10 and like 500 hours. <laughs> and the guy's like, and I didn't realize at the time because they sort of covered it over and whatever, but I realized later on that I probably cost them like a whole day's work in fixing up their whole time. 
Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I thought that was hilarious. And then uh, the only other one like I could think of was, and I don't know, like uh, is like a, a sex story because they're all hilarious. Oh, when you're, <laughs> I don't know, is this too far over the line maybe? Uh, <laughs> when you're in high school uh, or whatever. And so I always had like uh, most of my friends were always female. I had plenty of uh, girlfriends or whatever else. And it wasn't unusual for them to like, you know, sleep over at the house or whatever. And sometimes even in my room, but being, you know, a gay boy or whatever, I had no interest. It was always plutonic or whatever else. And and so this was all fine uh, or whatever. And it was about, I think, uh, or something or whatever else and <laughs> so and we obviously didn't have because one of the great things about being gay is you have a lot of female friends but it's sometimes difficult to make friends with with guys you know you know they're un, you know self-conscious i suppose daryl uh, i don't know <laughs> and uh or whatever else and but the funny well it wasn't funny at the time it was very serious so i got kicked out almost got kicked out of the house but we were 15 or whatever else and i had a, a boyfriend unbeknownst to my family because it's very uh very unacceptable uh, way to be uh or whatever else and my parents i thought had gone away for the weekend um so he stayed over the night or whatever else and my dad who was very traditional catholic uh, old school um <laughs> whatever and uh he uh, may have walked in on us or something and i was i think i was 15 or whatever else and he bless his soul he pretended for most of the rest of his life he didn't understand what was happening <laughs> <laughs> Which, but he clearly did. He clearly, he clearly did. Uh, or whatever else. And um, yeah, that was very awkward <laughs> sort of a thing. But it's not something I suppose you'd expect from your son. It was not something I expected either. It was a life defining moment. But, <laughs> but it was so funny because he thought, you know, we'd had all these girls. Like I always had girlfriends or, well, friends that were girls is a better way of putting it, I suppose. And they'd stayed over. So I think he was just sort of, yeah, shocked and disappointed at the same time. <laughs> uh. Confused in the in the Catholic way, I suppose. <laughs> See, we were. This was a time before it was acceptable for Catholic priests to just fuck men or boys. Oh my uh, god! You know, this, it wasn't known back then that that's what was going on. But Jesus God, <laughs> jeez, oh my. Well, it's true though. Now you know, Catholic literally, Church Jesus, loved literally Jesus God, literally, literally, yes, <laughs> literally. Uh, oh my goodness, that is that is something right there. Poor Dad. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's like, uh, it reminds me of that South Park episode, which I haven't seen South Park, like, in probably 15 years. But it's like, uh, when they, they it's the, the Lord of the Rings episode where they rented the porno. Very similar to um, Joe's story from last week. And uh, they, like, <laughs> they're taking turns watching it. And the little token, uh, his name's Token, the little black kid, he's like, comes out of the room and he's, like, not wearing his costume anymore. And he's like, I don't know what it was. He's like, but I'm out. And he claps his hands and walks away. He's like, I want nothing else to do with this. I can imagine that's uh, CJ's dad. It's like, I don't know what that was, but I'm out. <laughs> well, my brother tells the story now, obviously, years and years later, but I'd, I'd left the house by then, <laughs> mutually agreed upon by everyone. And, um, uh, and he must have been, I don't know, of a similar age or something, and he left pornography of the straight variety, I'm sure, uh, open on, on the computer screen or whatever. And my dad was like this, you know, well before computers and all this sort of stuff. And apparently he saw it and his comment at the dinner table that night was, look, I can't afford this. You know, we can't afford to have this on the computer. So he obviously thought, you know, it cost money or whatever else, this sort of stuff, this smart. And uh, it's just, you, you miss that, like, I don't know, that, that those attitudes are so old fashioned now, they don't exist, I know, but. It's funny, like younger people won't realize like how 
you know, all that. Well, we talked a little oh, bit about yeah. last week. We are with the internet now. You can get all that stuff whenever you want. But you know, it was when you first got the internet. You know, whatever that was, nineties something, two thousands. I don't know. Um, yeah, all that sort of stuff was like, oh my god, it costs. It's, everything's going to cost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah. really cost. Look at the size of those tits. They're really going to cost. <laughs> uh all right zach you're up uh funny stories from high school or hilarious memories i guess is the way uh, i don't really know if i have any honestly nothing that like really sticks out my high school time was fairly short and sweet well okay all right so i did get a nickname my freshman year of high school and everybody thought it was the the funniest thing um so if no one has seen my face or no one knows what i actually look like um now i have a beard but when i had a baby face i looked very similar to kevin james and um on the football team like everybody got a nickname and and i and and i was i was a little bit heavier set in high school so everyone decided that my nickname was going to be paul blart (laughs) so it no matter what like we're at like we're at a football game or like we're on the field like paul blart paul blart take right take right i'm like I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> and, uh, the, the other team's just looking at us confused as hell. Um, you, that's, can mask, uh, you can mask your plays, bro. And then, uh, and then uh, it's true. It made it a lot easier for them to do that, even though I was O line and D line, which so. But um, and then the other nickname I got when I was I, I had a bald head at at one point when I was in a uh, JROTC on the rifle team. So um, the rifle team nicknamed me Buzz Lightyear. And I just decided to embrace it. So all of my uh, my rifle equipment said Buzz Lightyear on it. So no one would ever steal my stuff. And my and, and my sir just looked so confused. He's like, "Why do you guys, Why are you guys calling Ledford Buzz Lightyear, sir? Do you really not? Do you see how he looks? He doesn't look anything like Buzz Lightyear." Okay, but that's that's about it. That's the I'd have to say it's the funniest and like those are the things that stand out to me the most. Old Buzz, man, I tell you what, we had uh, we did some some head shaving stuff back in at high school, and uh, <laughs> God, dog, I feel bad for some of the people we ruined their heads. <laughs> so, all right. The, the funniest thing about that story is I realize how old I am because both those two characters you refer to, I was like, I want to say like at least late teens or twenties, probably twenties, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, CJ, just remember you're 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 pretty close to being old enough to be my dad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you're pretty close to being dead, and I was going to agree with that too. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> Jesus no Christ! I, I know, I know, you're pretty hard on the line with age. I've heard what you said. Before. I know. He, he's, he's just 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 to, just, just to collide. <laughs> I mean, before you know, he's gonna start calling her mom. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my go God! Better. Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh yes. Uh. I don't. I, I don't. I, I really don't know how my wife would react to that, mommy. What? Mommy, what? <laughs> she comes in there. You're on the internet with a bunch of strangers <laughs> calling her mommy. <laughs> she could be like, "What kind of sick crap are you doing in there?" Right. Be like, "You're fucking done with this group." <laughs> <laughs> like I hear the stories they tell on this show. <laughs> you're just going down this 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 weird rabbit hole. Oh, mommy. 
There's this awesome side quest line in Yakuza, uh, Like a Dragon. I don't know if anyone's played it or got to that point. And it's all about this gentleman's club where the, the gentlemen dress up as babies, like adult babies. Oh and this woman, gosh. like, takes okay. care. It's all, well, oh, obviously, it really exists. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, hilarious. That is insane. All right, Joe, you got some hilarious memories that you want to share with us? Oh, my God. I remember when we were doing drama. We used to like sneak through the woods and then we realized that we could actually do it during class. So we're like, oh, well, like this will be fun. We can just skip school until our our teachers caught on and they would like sit in the bushes and wait for us to sneak out of class. <laughs> and then pop out and be like, gotcha, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a shit. <laughs> so my one friend's like running the opposite direction like he's gonna outrun the PE Wait, teacher did you <laughs> say like, did you say your wife ran or your white friend no my I said one of my friends oh. <laughs> tried to <laughs> outrun the PE teacher and it was like the most funny story ever <laughs> so like you know those like you ever see those stories where like people like run really fast in the woods and then they hit a tree and fall down that's what happened to him he was running really fast through the woods and he ran straight head first into a tree and just fell over. And then he got detention for a month. So, yeah, yeah that's amazing. I, I have to ask, seeing you brought up PE teachers, uh, do, do you have, did you at school or high school have dodgy PE teachers? Cause I'll never forget one of the, the head of our PE department knocked up one of the year 12 students when I was in year eight oh, or something. Gosh. And they had like this full blown affair and every, they're just dodgy. Every one of them was dodgy. I don't know. Maybe it's we, Australian. We had a but. dodgy music teacher. Uh, she oh, was yes. <laughs> she was running around with one of the football players that we had, and yeah. we 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 didn't believe him until it became like a school wide thing. And then it was like, whoa, whoa, he he wasn't lying. We had one so. teacher who got caught for sexual harassment of students and got fired when we were in seventh grade. Okay, so I had he was a creeper. Like he was like a really yeah. weird looking old guy. It's like no one would fucking sleep with this guy. How the fuck is this possible? So we had we we had a we had a, I think he was a biology teacher. Um, I, I I didn't actually have his class, but he um he did like after school like working out and exercising and stuff for like the kids that weren't like on sports teams or anything. He was just a really like relatable person. He was still somewhat young. It's like he I think he just started teaching. Um, well a lot of stuff came out and they said that like he was sleeping. He was like, he, they, they caught him sleeping with one of our friends. Well, nothing got, nef- nothing ever got like revealed like during, during our high school time. All, all that happened is we know he, he is, he left that school year. So, but ironically now that I am an adult, I found our friend on Facebook after many, many years and he, they are now married. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. He's not more ways than more ways than one, CJ. Uh, <laughs> I, I just thought that funny. was like the weirdest thing because like now she won't be friends. Like she, she's like doesn't talk to any of us now because we all like knew what was going on and we and none of us thought it was appropriate. So we all obviously said something and got him fired. You were about to say something, CJ. Oh no! Just when you you said biology, we had oh, maybe dear. maybe they're dodgy as well because we had this dude and he like he uh, he used to carry this thermos around with him all the time. It was full of alcohol. Like um, you know, you didn't realize realize what's going on when you're in year eight or nine. And he'd get progressively more and more. He eventually got fired as well, but he'd eventually get more and more drunk as the day went on. So by the last lesson, he was the best teacher to have because he'd just be asleep <laughs> on the desk pretty much. He wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> 
it's wonderful. That that sort of stuff doesn't go on so much anymore. It's a shame. Oh man, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, kids are missing out. Oh, man, people value their jobs now. <laughs> it's life education. Uh, so, so one of the stories I have, I got one that's like high school, and one that's like right out of high school. Um, one, this one for high school, this was kind of bad. I mean, by like today's standards, and I, you guys, I'm not. You guys know, but I'm not one of those PC people that thinks that like. You know, everything that's ever just mildly offensive or inappropriate should um, should have been like uh, revisionistly uh, hist- his- revisionist history and stuff like that. I don't think we should go back and retrospectively look at our lives and say, wow, we really should have behaved differently. Like things were just a little different back then. And right. uh, we had we had the group of uh, special needs kids um that would like you know come together and they'd kind of walk in the groups together or whatever as we go into like the um like pep rallies and the lunches and stuff like that and they were awesome man they were the uh the, we had this uh down syndrome kid named bobby uh we had this other guy named steve i don't know what uh, his illness was but like um these kids were just super friendly and like they were always just a pleasure but like we would like I said, in hindsight, do things that probably weren't the most um, politically correct, but like, because wrestling was so hot back then, right? Like, attitude era wrestling. So, like, you had like Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, like flipping people off and, and cracking beer cans all over the place. And you had the Degeneration X guys cr- pointing at their crotch, telling people to suck it. And um, then you had like just, you know, plain old Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania. Good old wholesome Hulkamania. Now, not all those things existed at the exact same time, but that kind of gives you a frame of reference. So we would go to our little pep rallies and stuff, right? And Bobby, the kid with Down syndrome, he would be like down as like down there where like uh, the the base of the bleachers are, and he would kind of run around and like he would get really hyped and he would get really excited and people, he'd be waving at people and, and the teachers kind of let him have fun and do his thing. And like, of course the kids would be like, Oh, it's Bobby. Blah, blah, blah. So then but he was like this huge Hulk Hogan fan, huge Hulk Hogan fan. And so he would do the, uh, for the wrestling guys, you guys know the, the Hulk up, you know, he would like be flexing his arms and he would kind of do the, you know, this little bodybuilder pose where he, you know, curls up one bicep and throws the one arm kind of extends it out, you know, like he's pointing somewhere and he would just be, you know, Hulkamania, I'm Hulkamania, all this stuff. And I, I stood up one day and I was like, Hey Bobby, Hulkamania sucks. Oh my. <laughs> and he started he started freaking out and hulking up at me. He was like, you know, yelling at me and pointing. And he's like, oh, and he was like flexing at me and stuff. Right. So then I would flex back and we would have this whole back and forth. And I wasn't doing it to be ugly, but it was like it would it, he would, you know, he would react to it. You know, he would like uh, hulk up at you and he'd do his whole little bit. And I'd be like, oh, I mean, hulk up is cool. And he'd, he'd be totally chill. And then a little bit later, I'd be like, hey, Bobby. Hulkamania sucks, and he's like, "Oh no, no, Hulkamania doesn't suck. You suck." And then he do this whole, he do his whole nine, dude. And it was, it was, you know, a thing that we did. And um, <clears throat> there's a, the other guy, Steve, right? Steve. So Steve, Steve, he would walk walk around. No, excuse me, not Steve. Tony, Tony was the other one. Steve was was those the third guy that. Um, but anyway, so uh, Tony, this guy Tony, he would walk around and he would be like. Hey Tony, and I'd do the crotch chop, and he'd be like, "Suck it!" And he would like 
do the do the crotch top, and he would yell it through the hallways. And of course, the teachers were like, "Tell you, tell you, you can't do that. You can't do that." So we'd be walking through the hallways, right? So let's say you can imagine like the bell rings, classes are going by, whatever. Their crew's coming down the left of the hallway, going one direction. We're going up the hallway. And then so like you get you yell out, Hulkamania sucks. You got Bobby ripping and roaring and flexing at you. And then you like look over at Tony, you're like, Tony, you do the crotch chop. And he'd scream in the hallway, suck it. <laughs> and we used to get in so much trouble. <laughs> Not because we're being mean to them, but because they would you know, they were watching wrestling. We were all watching wrestling. We are doing our thing. But the teachers were like, you got to quit doing that. He yells, suck it. The rest of the, he'll start screaming, suck it in the hallway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we definitely, uh, definitely had a blast. And then the next thing, and this one's kind of out of high school into the um, college years. Um, This is a couple years after high school, rather. Hey, college uh, stories are for next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have uh, too many of those, but... um. So w- whenever we would travel in our band, right? When we f- first started off, we 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 started off pretty hot and heavy, like like doing a lot of traveling. We had uh we 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 got this chick to be our bass player, and um, her dad had a tour bus, and I'm pretty sure I've told stories about that on the show before. And so he would take us around, and so we always looked like we were way bigger of a band than we really were. <clears throat> And, um, we didn't, because we were, you know, a bunch of Christian dudes and we don't, none of us drank and none of us were, you know, doing drugs and doing any of the other stuff that like normal bands do. Like we had to find like clean ways to entertain ourselves. So lighting our farts on fire was basically the, 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 the main thing, you know, like we would travel and we'd get in a hotel and we would light our farts on fire. And I don't know if you guys have ever done that before, but it's like a legit thing and it is pretty freaking awesome. I feel like you have to do drugs to want to light your farts on fire. <laughs> so no. something's not adding up here. No, 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 no. Basically, it's like if you don't do drugs, you will resort to lighting your farts on fire. So, and you church kids are real weird, dude. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so these are, these are the chosen people of God, and they're lighting their farts on fire. Hey, hey, it's, it gets it gets worse, right? So, so we're in this one hotel room, right? And me and the guys are we're all you know horse playing doing our thing or whatever and and two of the two of the members start like giving each other these like god awful massive wedgies right and so they're like if you can imagine two dudes locked up like hugging each other kind of but like both of them reached around the other guy with that person's boxers pulled all the way up to their neck right oh my god yes dude it, it, and, and we're laughing oh my like, god we're laughing we're I'm laughing. waiting for the punchline where now the two of them are married what? <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. But see, this is coming off the heels of us having a run of lighting our farts on fire. One of the guys had. Have you ever met these people? They're like they're so hairy. It looks like they got like a like a sweater on. You know? Yes. Imagine yeah. your butt looking like that, right? So this guy, he he like he pulls his pants down and and throws his legs up in the air and lights his fart on his farts on fire. But it like sets all of his butt hair on fire. <laughs> Right, so it it looks like 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 you're burning leaves and stuff, you know. Like it just like like as soon as the explosion of gas hits the flame, it like sets ablaze everything on his butt. So we're laughing, like we're already like laughing. The room smells like burnt butthole. Like we're it's it's just ridiculous. 
So like from there, these two guys start like wrestling and they're giving each other these god awful wedgies. And like I don't really know how we got from point A to point B, but there's a certain point in time where one of the guys screams out that he could taste blood, right? Oh like, no. And, <laughs> and, and I'm sure he really couldn't, but that was kind of like the last straw. So I like I'm laughing, laughing, laughing. He screams out he can taste blood. And then the next thing I'm doing is I start vomiting. Ew. Like I couldn't catch my breath. The room smelled like butthole and burnt hair, and I just like run to the, the sink that <laughs> just like ha 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 and then like of course I start throwing up. So then everyone else is gagging and 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 freaking out. It's like <clears throat> and then we all calm down and play some video games and, and spend the rest of our night uh, reminiscing you know, on <laughs> how funny it was what everything was going on until I started vomiting. So. And, and don't do drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I had this. We had this one guy in high school who used to wait. Like we used to have like this one crew of friends we'd hang out with, and this guy was like very like explorative of his sexual. Um, I don't know how do you. I guess like he was open with his sexuality, right? Is this the guy you locked in the cage and gave him a sandwich? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Wow. No, this is uh, this is uh, my one friend who I'm still friends with today, so I can't divulge his identity. On, on uh, but he likes to stick things in his butthole, and oh he finds and he finds pleasure from it. So, like, he got really drunk at one of the parties and was just walking around like with a banana in his butt. Like full oh na- full God. naked and he full fully naked with a banana in his ass. And <laughs> so, so the story gets better. So my one friend's dad comes like he wakes up and comes downstairs. <laughs> and he goes to, he like he's like, Oh man, I really wish we had he's like, Oh man, I'm really hungry. I need a banana. So my friend takes the banana out of his ass and goes, Here you can have mine. No, no, like right in front no. of his dad, right in front of his dad, and I was like, "No fucking way that that just no. happened." And my one friend, my one friend was like, "Oh, bro, that's a chocolate banana. That's bonus." And I was like, <laughs> "That's so nasty." I was like, "We need to drink less." Uh, oh, see, we're over here doing good, wholesome stuff. <laughs> you guys are drinking and sticking things in your butt. And, and then, uh, you what you, the, the, the moral to the story, listener, is is you really got to watch out for the straight people. They are <laughs> fucked up. I remember a story earlier than high school when I was in middle school, and it was the first time I ever beat Pokemon. Like, ever. Like, ever, ever, ever. So, I was sleeping over my friend's house for the first time ever, and I, were, I was playing Pokemon. I stayed up all night to beat it. And, like, he has, like, really strict parents. His parents weren't like my parents. My parents were like, eh, you know, come home when the streetlights are on, like, kind of parent. His mom was like, no, you you come home after school and you sit inside, you do your homework, and you can go out after you're done. And, you know, back in the 90s, you got so much homework every day that you couldn't go outside. Like, True it wasn't that. a thing. Like, these kids <laughs> today don't know how lucky they have it that, like, all this. My kids all- don't even have homework most of the I, time. I, I, my my daughter never gets homework. Like she's in kindergarten, they never get homework. I was like, I had homework in kindergarten, day one. Been doing homework since day one ish. That's right. But like, okay, so, so what was I saying again? I'm sorry. Uh, you were talking about I um, wrapped up. Your friend had strict parents, and y'all were. Going oh yeah, to yeah. so he had strict Pokemon. parents, and we're, I, I stayed over. I beat Pokemon, so I didn't beat the whole thing. I went to bed right, 
like I stayed up all night and went to bed like 20 minutes before his parents woke up so we wouldn't get caught because like we weren't allowed to stay up the whole night. We did that shit at my house, but we couldn't do it at other people's houses. So like everybody wanted to always sleep over my house. So um, I remember the one time that I, w- I woke up in the morning and we're eating oh, breakfast. Geez, nice. Woke up. I'm trying to finish Pokemon at the breakfast table with his mom yelling at me to put it away. And I'm like, you don't understand, ma'am. I'm at the Elite Four and it's about to go down. And I can't save. And my battery's running low. I need to beat this. I'm sorry, ma'am. I know this goes against all your house rules, but this this is going <laughs> down right now. So then she was like, all right, you need to take it away from the table. So I was like, I literally just locked myself <laughs> in the kid's bathroom for like an hour to beat the Elite Four. And then I come back out and she's like, man, that must have been like the greatest poop of your life. <laughs> like what it's like no it's playing pokemon <laughs> i was just thinking like if you had a bad connection as the listener and you only caught every few words and it's like put it away no i have to beat it and then i left the table and beat it <laughs> my friend and my friend's myself mom. in the bathroom with my, friend, yeah, with, my, then... with, my, with my friend's mom yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god oh that story gets even better so after we're done, and this isn't related to video games at this point, after we're done, my friend's mom, I, I had to... After you were done mom, with your friend's mom? My friend's <laughs> mom had to take me home, and I, I lost my car keys in her truck, so I had, to go to, I had to go to the dentist appointment with my friend's mom and just sit there for three hours while she got a root canal. <laughs> Horrible, dude. Uh, and, my Game Boy bat- and my Game Boy batteries were dead. Yeah, <laughs> more stories. Bring the extra batteries. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Uh, These kids don't know what it's like to have like game systems that plug into walls and shit, and just you charge know, up. I had to carry around like a hundred batteries at all times to make sure Dude. my Game Boy was charged at all times. Or if you had the Sega Nomad, man, that thing took like nine batteries and like the power of the sun to like work. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Oh, that's all. Oh, one last story. Okay. So my friend thought it would be a smart idea because he didn't want to pay for batteries for his Nomad. So he would take his Nomad and charge the batteries by putting them over the light bulb fixture in his house. Like, you know, those like open lamps were like... Does that work? It did. So, but they're all... Oh, it gets better, Daryl. We almost blew his house up. It's fucking hilarious. What? <laughs> So, like, we almost started a massive fire. So, so the Nomad has this, like, battery pack clip thing, right? That you can buy. And my friend had it. So, you put, like, nine batteries in the battery clip, and then it clips on the back of the Nomad. It makes this shit, like, super heavy. But it, it's, like, effective, right? So, he thought it would be a good idea to take his... You know those lamps that have, like, the five different, like, lamps, and you can, like, turn them and twist them any way you want? But they're, yes. like, all open bulbs. So, he laid the Nomad pack on top of one of the um one of the bulbs and we're playing like n64 and we're waiting for the thing to charge and i'm like dude i don't think that's charging i smell something burning he's like no 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 just keep playing let's keep playing all right i'm like, okay bro so we come back and look at the battery pack it's like fused to the light bulb and it's starting <laughs> <laughs> and it's starting to spark and i'm like uh we gotta unplug the lamp and my friend's like, I'm not touching that. You touch it. I'm like, I'm not touching it. You touch it. And I'm like, all right, somebody's got to touch it. And I feel like this story just got really perverted because I just said, I'm going to touch it. You're going to touch it. Who's going to touch it? I'm going to touch it. Yeah. So I went to unplug it and the whole thing like sparked up like it was going to like light up on fire. And I was like, uh, 
So my friend took his giant blanket off his like off his bed and threw it on top of the lamp and jumped on it and like elbow dropped it. <laughs> He's like, problem solved. I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, we're not doing that again. Oh, man. Good stories, though. Good stories. So, you know, back in the day when Jackass first came out? <clears throat> did you guys try to end Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, my, me and my buddies, we thought we were going to be cool like that, right? Oh, you should and, do that shit. That shit takes, like, years off your life. Well... <laughs> And so I'm sure that like some of my reoccurring pains aren't just from being heavy these days. It's from taking dives and spills and doing random things. And um, there was a, they, also tangentially to Jackass coming out and being like a thing that everyone was doing. One of my buddies had a, had a video camera and I was really, and am still big into like the new metal bands. And there was this rap rock new metal band called Primer 55. And they had this song this little, their title track uh, called Loose. And then like it was like this big like guitar riff. It like, da, 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 I get loose. And then the song, all, all the instruments come in together you know, and drops together. They got turntables in the background and everything. It's freaking awesome. And uh, so we went and saw the band, right? You know, we went and saw, saw these guys. And then right about the time where you know, the band's building up, building up, building up. And then the vocalist screams, I get loose. He dives off stage, right? By that time, I'm running towards him. I'm going to catch him in midair. Um, <laughs> God, it's not ending well. This dude, Superman, punches me right in the freaking face, dude. <laughs> like, he came down to pit with us, you know? But I was just like... In the moment, I'm like, oh, my God, this is my favorite thing in the whole world. I get loose. Boom. And just like got punched right in the face. Like, oh, my God. This like, was awesome. So well, you, anyway. definitely got, you definitely got loose. I did. I did. Right? <laughs> got a couple teeth loose. So I like go. I walk away from this concert like this is the greatest band ever. This is the greatest song ever. Like I got punched in the face by the vocalist. Like this is my theme now. This is this is who, this. I'm identifying it as with this. Yeah. You know? So we're doing we're doing our little our little wannabe yeah, jackass stunts, and uh, yeah, we my buddy's got like a big porch or whatever, right? And it's like uh, it, it was like in my memory, it had like it was a it was it was like brick and stone, but it was several steps down, and instead of having like sides and like banisters and stuff on there, it was just open, and he had this like this big uh, shop out in the back, and that's where all our musical instruments and stuff were. This is one of my first little jam bands. And we were out there doing a whole bunch of stuff and I was kind of like getting known as the guy that would take, take like a fall, you know, like I would jump off of stuff. I would jump through things. We would do the backyard wrestling stuff and things like that. And so, um, there's like, I don't know what happened. They're like, oh, they're like, we're, we're filming stuff. And like, when I say filming stuff, we got like these big camcorders, you know, not the ones, the big ones that go on your shoulder, but like when they were finally getting like handheld ish and they had these little tapes in them or whatever. So like they're like oh do something cool whatever so I'm like you know look at the camera I'm like I get loose and I run and I dive off of the the patio or the deck thing but with no real intention right just straight up belly flop on the ground like I'm jumping into like a pool or something <laughs> but the sad reality is it knocks all the wind out of me right so like I hit the ground. And I'm just like, it's like this giant thud. And like, everything's white. I can't breathe. I'm just like, (gasps) like for for nothing, for absolutely nothing. 
that was just like I, I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. That was it. I just like I I just took the most hype I've ever been, and then the most dead I've ever felt, and I'm like all in all in a 24 hour span. I'm out. I'm done. I like how your battle cry was. I get loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I'm done. That was it. <laughs> I I had one good stunt in me, and then. God dog. I, I I bet you those tapes exist. I bet you somewhere someone's mom or grandma has the big giant black bag filled with all the tapes that we we're filling up, and we were filming our little music videos, our live performances of our little jam bands, and then all of our stunts that were went terribly, terribly wrong. I, I tried to. I, I don't know what I was doing. I tried. We had like a tire swing. And I think we were trying to run and like two foot jump kick through the tire swing. That but, sounds terrible. But we're all too big. Like, like I don't think anyone, and this is again, revisionist history, but I don't think any of us ever stopped and thought about the logistics of it. Like we can't do this. It's not possible, but we would have the tire swing. We would all just on tape, just run and try to two foot drop kick dive through it. But then if you even manage to get any of your feet in the, 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 the tire swing, which rarely ever happened, all you do is kind of hang yourself from your feet until you eventually scorpion or lawn chair out the back of it. And, uh, we, I did that a few times and that was, that was pretty stupid. So definitely, uh, <laughs> uh, don't do drugs. And even in my case, I didn't do drugs. So apparently, uh, youth group kids are weird too. So, all right. Matt G writes in and says, uh, when will the backlogs are for growing, not for beating shirt be available? After the poop sock. Uh, after the poop sock. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think we're making to make that happen. I, I want, I will really want to, uh, I'm meeting with Josh Adams tomorrow. We're going to talk merch. We're going to talk comics. We're going to talk um, some other special things. I've got to get some art done for uh, Ninja Loot as well because we're getting ready to drop another another video. So I'm meeting with Josh Adams tomorrow. So I will be pitching him and seeing the update on the merchandise and all that stuff. And then I will give some updates as soon as possible. Also, Matt writes in. He says, can we get a sound clip of Daryl saying, I am a terrible person from last week. I feel like that can be used for multiple situations. Matt, I'm pretty sure that I've told several stories today that would that would also qualify as being a terrible person. <laughs> I don't know. I think Joe's. I think Joe takes the cake at this point. Yeah, yeah his banana story. Joe he conveniently. The, Joe is he conveniently the said that was somebody else, but it was really him. <laughs> no, it was not me. <laughs> Joe, did you? Are, are, is your name really Stifler? No. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. mean, uh, if, if I'm banging my friend's mom, maybe, but I'm not. Are you uh, sure about that? I heard you went in the bathroom for an hour, and, and then then you, then you were, to, when you were finished, you came out. Then you had to canal her roots. I tell you what, whatever happened, no one's accepting a banana from Joe again. Just chocolate <laughs> <laughs> banana. Yeah, true that. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this one went so deep. It's a strawberry banana. Oh man! Oh uh, yes. All right. Dump liquor writes in. He asks, "Is it ever okay to fart at the urinal?" Daryl, you should take this one. You're all about farting. You know, it would seem that way just from my my handful of stories. But I, I, I swear, I don't actually fart that much. Um, I reckon a better question is: At what age is it too risky to fart at the urinal anymore? 
<laughs> 30 on the dot. <laughs> so I say, so, so CJ, you're taking this one then, right? <laughs> oh, I reckon it depends. Like, I don't know. I reckon like 40s, perhaps. Yeah, 30, I think you're okay. I feel like you're going to get chuckled at the urinal, though. Like, all the guys there will be like, <laughs> that's Good not one. the way it works. People look appalled when you fart at the urinal. Or, or you get that one person, like that dude came in the bathroom at at the Home Depot, apparently, and um, said that he's like, I just want to warn everybody, I'm about to blow this place up. And they took it as a bomb threat. <laughs> oh and my. they evacuated the store. Oh he was really just saying oh it because he, he was about to destroy the bathroom. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey. Oh. So, <laughs> I got another fart story. I was just oh thinking God. about it. So, me and my, me and my boys, we were at some department store the other day. I can't remember exactly what store it was. It might have even been Costco. No, it could have been Costco. Costco is bad. I don't remember. We're at a store the other day, and we go up to the urinals, and I'm like, man, it smells like crap in here. It smells like 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 straight trash. I like announce it. I didn't. Okay, so when I go into the bathrooms, I don't know about you guys, but I always case the place out, right? Like, I'm looking for feet under the stalls. I'm not going over there and bending over looking for them. But, like, and as soon as you walk in the room, I'm looking across the room like, okay, how many people we got in here? Who's the odd guy standing around, like, waiting? Like, is, is he trying to? No, I, I'm I tell you what, I reckon Daryl's questioning. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he lives the second half of his life the other way. I mean, he's casing the joint out for some action. That's what he's doing. I'm casing the joint out. Hey, I'm trying to make sure nobody's trying to trying to pitch my booty while I'm in the urinal. You know what I'm saying? All right. I can't have no hands reaching up under the stall when I'm in there trying to do my business. Jeez, the like, department store has got some water. You're, try, you're trying to say that uh, you're, you're worried it's going to be like that scene from the first scary movie, from literally Maybe. the first scary movie where he was oh, in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you never know. So, so I don't know. I just uh, I, I do that same thing when I go into restaurants and stuff too. I always case the place out, but for whatever reason, bathrooms are like I'm like super on high alert. Okay, guys, always on the prowl. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> I like look. I look around. I like I didn't see anybody in there. Didn't look like it was anybody that was in there. So like I announced, you know, from my son, my oldest. I'm like, God, man, it smells awful here. I said it smells like a fresh dookie, and then I said it smells like trash, whatever. <laughs> a little bit later, you hear somebody go, mm. <laughs> like, that's my brand. <laughs> it's about that time, you know, like my son looks at me, he's giggling. He's like, Dad, there's somebody in here. I was like, Oh, really? And I just happened to have like the biggest ripper of a fart, like, queued up. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> so my son, he starts laughing. He's just like, Dad. That guy, he's like that guy. Just like grunted at you, and you farted back at him. <laughs> <laughs> so then we like hurried up. We washed our hands and got out of there real fast because he started flushing the toilet. And I, I didn't want to have to have that awkward like, like, like eye contact moment where you're like, where you're yeah, both washing your hands at yeah, the same like, time. You just did that, and I, but I just did this other thing, and like it's 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 bad. <laughs> or he'd be like, "Bro, you said I sound. You said I smell like shit." <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine getting getting confront getting uh, confronted confronted? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, fucking fight somebody in a bathroom. <laughs> this guy, I was in there taking a dump. This guy was making fun of me. So I got in his face. I had to fucking defend my honor in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here playing. I'm over here playing Pokemon Go, trying to take over this gym, and somebody's over here making fun of my brand. So. I <laughs> I take him out. <laughs> oh, God, dog it. Uh, that's so funny. 
Jeez. <laughs> I don't know how we keep getting there. This show, what a, what a dumper. Oh, yeah. Speaking of dump, yeah, dumper, dump liquor. Okay, yeah. Is it, is it okay to fart the urinal? What's our, what's our consensus on this, guys? Yes or no? I mean, Are we doing it's a this bathroom. I feel like it's fair game. Depends You're on in- situation. No, All right, man, here's the situation. Rip, because because, because, because no, 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 no offense, but if I'm like right next to some like six year old kid that's using the urinal, I'm I'm gonna hold my fart in. That kid, no, I'm ripping that, that shit out. But like, listen, bro, this is a man's world. <laughs> <laughs> if your old nose is standing at the stall, you're old enough to, to come in contact with all all the rights and privileges of standing at the stall. Uh, that's right. You should use the family bathroom, nerd. Fucking <laughs> go in the kitty stall next time. Sit that's down. Right. Sit down like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine, you imagine little kid looks up and she's like what the f bro and he like step off step off it's like bro i'll fight you bro i'm ripping a over here step off <laughs> oh my gosh this is the most mature podcast on the internet that is that is Definitely the truth. Yeah, I, blame, I blame Kalai. She's really oh, just... Oh, God. Fuck that developer who didn't want to come on our show. <laughs> That's all right. right. <laughs> hey, CJ. So, Kalai's out there talking all these... Oh, my God. Gems, I'm literally right? crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm laughing so hard. I'm crying. Yeah, see what Whoa. that douchebag's missing out on? <laughs> Farting <laughs> in the urinal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some developers said that our show was too small for them to, to come on and talk to us. And then when and then when they asked the question, "What developer was it?" Cloud was like, "I've never even heard of them." <laughs> but you see, and that's the funny part is 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 like Gearbox didn't say like she actually talked to somebody at Gearbox and they didn't say anything about coming on, but they weren't like rude about it, like, "Oh, we're too big for your podcast." Yeah, but some no name studio that we've never heard that no one that, that she's never heard of at that is just like, "Nah, sorry, bro." Now, nah, what it is is they listen to the show and they know exactly what goes on here. And they're like, no, I want no <laughs> part of this trash. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Don't Licker also writes in, wants to know if anybody's watched the Halo TV series yet. Yes. How is it? Uh, it's fairly good. Um, normal complaints from people are um, they didn't use Master Chief voice, which I mean, why would they? It's a it, it's a live action series. I don't know why you voice over a, an actual human being. That makes no sense to me. Um, and then the other complaint is, <laughs> and, and and I don't agree with this because they don't do it a lot in the books. Um, is in the first episode he just takes his helmet off, right? Which is like a no no, but like okay, like it doesn't break the story itself story itself is still good so far because it's not a story that's like in the books at all it's like this weird in-between place that we didn't like have any information on i mean i heard this story is about as unfinished as the game is so well they also haven't finished releasing all the episodes yet so that would that that would make sense that's on brand for them yeah (laughs) it'll come out when the co-op comes out (laughs) But, they but let's, they didn't sit in the kitty stall like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget Step it. Off. In, Phil, in Phil We Trust, we got a free month of Paramount Plus to watch it. That is true. That uh, is of true. which I watch Yellow Jackets, which is actually quite good, yeah. but I haven't watched the Halo thing. 
Uh, thanks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, go watch the new Scream movie. Go watch the new Scream movie. Is that, that on there? Yes, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it is. There. Perfect. And so it's is the new there. Jackass. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey you oh, can get loose, guys. Out? Yeah, it's, it's on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to go subscribe to my free trial so I can watch it. Yeah. Or uh, I could just do what Netflix is trying to do and password share with you so you uh, so so you don't get outlawed and prices raised for no reason. <laughs> oh God! Okay. <clears throat> uh, All right. Try, I, they're trying to lock down on on password changes now, and they're they're talking about bringing back ads because I they lost that. like two hundred thousand subscribers the month they raised prices. Maybe don't delay Stranger Things for like two years, and you wouldn't have so many people fucking leave. That that isn't even it. Like maybe stop like being so fickle and greedy. That too, or canceling all the good shows. Did you did you see what their response was to losing all the money too? They're like, oh, we're gonna fucking close all our animation studios and cancel all the animation stuff we had planned. I'm like, yeah, fuck everybody who cares about you know animation. Yeah, all that's the a great that idea. You, oh, it's terrible. Uh, fuck Netflix <laughs> anyway. They're they're greedy motherfuckers. There's too many streaming services anyway. It's just as bad as having cable now. Yeah, that's true. All right, so here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to pivot a little bit. <clears throat> I'm going to throw a little bit of Hail Mary because it's uh, since this show has gone off the rails, <laughs> CJ brings out the best in us. All right, so we had a uh, this week's official topic picked out. I also have a question that CJ actually wrote into the show, um, <clears throat> but we're going to put those on the shelf till next week, okay? We are going to end this week's show with a very deep philosophical gaming question written into us by Jared Geza himself. And he asked very simply and very plainly, are you team Johnny or team Amber and why? All right, I guess I'll go first. I am Team Johnny, and because uh, Johnny was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, so it's a pretty simple answer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Is it and, getting and, massive play over there on the media? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's oh, terrible. It's they're, like, broad- it's like a, they're broadcasting the trial. Period. It's like a fucking yeah. royal person getting married over here. I'm like, come on, like. <laughs> It's like yes, the only other is. time we get coverage like this is when somebody from Europe or from um, someone British does something absolutely stupid or famous. I'm like, come on. Like, we don't even care about our own people as much as we care about these turd motherfuckers, these turd monkeys. Like, <sighs> that's hilarious. Dude, I was just thinking, like, we don't get much of it over here, but wouldn't it be awesome if the judge for that trial was Judge Judy? That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be the only <laughs> thing to make it, like, make more sense. Because the stuff coming out of this trial is absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, literally, every every time I turn on like an internet browser, at least throughout this week, right? Um, it has been the 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 Johnny Depp, the Johnny Depp, the Johnny Depp, the trial, the defamation trial, and then all these like <laughs> defamation, <laughs> more like defecation trial. That's I made that joke earlier. You're trying to steal uh, jokes. Yeah, I know, joke thief. But yeah, so I mean, just constantly stuff coming out, and <laughs> literally, <laughs> and like it's been, it's been everywhere. Now, as far chocolate as like ba- chocolate bananas for everyone. Yes, <laughs> well, hey, that's what she was. Amber's trying to give him a chocolate banana. But uh, as far as like, the, you can just call it the Amber Heard now. Yeah, 
As 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 far as like um, national like television time or like you know news, I don't know. I don't watch the news. You know, I get all of my news from memes, like a like a good American. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> it has been. Um, it has definitely been all over the place. I've seen it everywhere, and just some of the 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 wild stuff that's come out of it. Like I, I got to be honest. <clears throat> all jokes aside, white people. Yes, yeah, I, I <laughs> yep, definitely. Um, I gotta say, like, it's like the my wife's favorite reality TV show unfolding in real life. Like, it is, it is some of the most wild, crazy stuff ever. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Oh my gosh, please!" I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. But like, I was kind of non interested, like not really paying any attention to it until it came out that she pooped in his bed. And then you just kind of like look at this person, right? Now, like, I would have been like, I would have been, been like, okay, if she's doing it like sexual foreplay and she's trying to clean herself out, I mean, maybe she didn't douche herself that morning and she had a poop. So she was getting ready and maybe that's how she was doing it. We don't know. We don't know the real story, Daryl. We don't know. Uh, rich man. people are into some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're not Apparently. wrong. You're not wrong. Now, I want to own an ice cream shop now and I want to make an ice cream sundae where it's like two. It's like a bed of waffles, and then it's two chocolate scoops of ice cream, and we call it the Amber Heard. Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. <laughs> but if you think about it, they probably have like slaves or whatever, um, uh, like people that work for them that do, do everything for them. So, like, just do that. They clean it up. It's not like you, it might yeah. have just been normal every day. Like, they, maybe they don't even have a bathroom, don't need it. Just, <laughs> they got the help that clean everything for them. I'm just going to poop in the bed. Uh, uh, what, what's that? I'm just going to poop in your bed. If I had someone that did everything here, I might do that too. Like, fuck it, you know. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Yeah, you uh, you get like that, wouldn't you? It's like, ah, uh, get a gaming what? chair. Get, get a gaming chair with a bucket hole in the middle of it, and just shitting it, and be like, nah. Uh, like, there's at least ten this, people. Take care. Of there's this, at least geez. ten people listening that have that now, and they're just yeah. like, what? Well, <laughs> all right. So to to bring it back to gaming, all right. <clears throat> since <laughs> since you got Johnny Depp, obviously. Uh, I would say most no- notably um, known for Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Would you guys argue that that's his probably most notable role? Uh, yeah, I would for say For today's so. society, yes. Okay. okay. Now, now, granted, I, my, my knowledge of Johnny Depp goes way farther than that, yeah, but I'm a right. little older. So, All right. What about uh, so Amber Heard? What would, uh, outside of Queen Mera from Aquaman, what would you say is her biggest role? You just nailed it. Yeah, she's uh, well. She's played as a lot of like teenage high school angst. Probably this, this trial. <laughs> yeah, pooping in a bed. All right, so so I want to pitch to you guys this. <clears throat> well, first off, I guess let's answer the question: Are you uh, CJ? Are you Team Johnny or are you Team uh, Amber Turd? I'm going to be for Amber the dogs. Turd. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know they blamed the dogs for that. So I think I'm, I'm <laughs> she blamed the dogs for that. The dog. The funniest thing is, like, a couple of years ago when he came to Australia to film, maybe it was the last Pirates one or one of the last ones, uh, he, he like, as, as rich people do, just did whatever the fuck he wants in this country, and he um, smuggled in his two dogs in his private jet, and, like, that's, 
you're not supposed to do that in this country. We don't want American winners everywhere. And uh, <laughs> and anyway, he got caught and they pulled him out. They actually it, it deported his two dogs because he had to stay. And I suppose he was with this woman then because they've been together for a while, haven't they? And they actually deported his two. They were like sausage dogs or something back to the States. It was, uh, it, we're a simple country. <laughs> That's like, well, I mean, it's like that fucking episode of The Simpsons when Bart goes over to Australia and like wrecks the ecosystem yeah. with the frog. <laughs> the funny... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny thing is, they, they it's like these, fucking wiener dogs popping up all over the place like the frogs <laughs> like the frogs well, on the simpsons you can probably see this on youtube somewhere but they made part of the deal was so he avoided court he paid some money or something a fine and uh but one of the politicians here really like went at him for it or whatever and he had to do a public apology on tv uh you know Jesus. saying that should, and if you can see the footage of this you can see in his face he doesn't give a flying fuck at all and he's like i'm really sorry i bought my dogs <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny he was i didn't know you didn't tolerate dogs from overseas so oh funny. my gosh That's- <laughs> They have to keep the tarantula population under control. You know, That's they can't right. have dogs just roaming around killing them all. All right, Zach, are you uh, Team Johnny or Team Amber? Uh, I'm gonna go with Team Johnny, just because. So, all right, so my wife is is kind of the same way as yours. It's like a reality TV show unfolding before her eyes. So, like, I've heard a couple of things and scrolling through TikTok, like people have been broadcasting it live. Um, so it was really funny for her to publicly like get disproved in the middle of the trial. She, they were like, do you have the makeup that you used to wear when he would beat you? Uh, and, and she was like, yes, this is the exact brand, blah, 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 or whatever. It came out after they separated and stopped living together. Like the makeup released afterwards. So she just like, well, here's my lie. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it, it's just, it's just funny. Like the, the depth that, Uh, the famous people are willing to go like just tell the truth no one's going to give a shit at this point everybody everybody is just watching this for entertainment like you're famous you're gonna get slapped this is tiger well yeah exactly this is the new tiger king except well except for he's still in jail (laughs) true true all right so joe what does what does that put you uh for free johnny man free johnny all right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a wild one. I'm gonna pull for Team Amber over here, just to be the just to be the different one. Um, you know, I was all Team Johnny until he said that he was going to <clears throat> uh, do some nasty things to her decomposing corpse in a Honda Civic. And I got to be honest, man, it's like fucking mall rats. It's like a uh, fucker in the back of a dumpster. Yeah, like um, what I is mean, this? Like, I mean, I was pretty appalled when he said they had a Honda Civic. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the car they bought the bed cleaner. <laughs> uh, so so here's saying- my pitch. Here's my pitch. All right. Grand Theft Auto Online, right? <clears throat> oh, dear Lord. Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. All right. You got, you got Johnny Depp. You got Queen Mara. And they have to, you have to, <laughs> you have to enact these scenes in Grand Theft Auto as, as almost like heist missions. You have to poop in Johnny's bed for like a million dollar shark card. And then you got to stuff her in a, uh, in a Honda Civic and do your missions. Seriously though. Like Amber Heard's got like a Brazzer deal just like lined up. She can just like shit in people's beds for a living. Oh my God. 
<laughs> is it? A, it's just a civil trial, is it? It's not a criminal. Like it's a defamation right. suit. Yeah, this whole yeah, thing yeah. is because yeah. essentially, because, I mean, the reality is they lost. Like they're all both blacklisted from movie studios now. Oh, okay. And he lost his Pirates of the Caribbean opportunity yeah. to do that, that last film because you know she was claiming that he beat her and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, you know, all this stuff that happened because he was like, you know, supposedly abusing her. But in reality, it seems like, from what I understand, now, granted, I'm not really following this thing, but that he was being abused. She even cut his finger off. Yep, the tip of his, cut the tip of his finger off. Uh, she got the tip of his finger off. She burned him with cigarettes. Um, she did a lot of really, really fucked up shit. She's fucking but, weird. you know, like, at this, like, so they, they both started their relationship off really fucked up anyways, because Johnny... Johnny Depp was on a lot of drugs and he, and he's even said it. He's like, I was on opiates and I was an alcoholic. He's like, but, but like, I think that's why everyone is more attuned to being like on his side because he's, you know, he's being open and honest. He isn't trying to hide anything. He's like, yeah, these are the things that I said. Yes. These are text messages. I said, I'm not going to fucking lie to you about it. Not, I'm not, I haven't always been the greatest human being out. And you know, as, as humans ourselves, it's just like you look at it and you're like, okay, cool. Everybody makes mistakes. So at least he's willing to own up to it versus this person is sitting here just being like, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. I'm, Dude, I'm the perfect pretty little angel. Shitting in someone's bed is not a fucking mistake. Like, yeah, it takes like wow. Sometimes, once you get to 40, anything's possible. <laughs> you're not always in control. Jesus God. <laughs> but, you know, these cases are like, I keep, uh, obviously we're not getting as much coverage there as, as you guys are, but I think of the, the it was Paul McCartney, I don't know, this was a few years ago where it came out that his then wife uh, was beating him with her prosthetic leg. And I mean, it's just wonderful. <laughs> that went to, to court as well. Wonderful images, uh, you know, that <laughs> come up in your head, aren't they? Oh, my so gosh. Maybe that's, that's the attraction. World. So here's what I'm saying, guys. Pirates of the Caribbean uh, was, yeah, because of COVID and all that stuff. Like it was, it was the filming was put off, right? Uh, Aquaman two, the film because of COVID, the film was put off. These guys, this isn't really happening, right? This is the new thing. This is their new film. This is their new Mm -hmm. deal. This is all a big giant play, and they're just like, here's your scripts. All right, she beats you. You pooped in his bed. Uh, Improvise the rest. Let's go. Yeah, because they'd be they'd have ads in between this, wouldn't they? So there would be money on <laughs> 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 commercials. Please stand yeah, by for the commercial yeah. uh, on, on, on MSNBC. Laxative companies are doing great business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> this segment is brought to you by Snickers. I don't know nappies because you never know. Yeah, when the feeling li- feeling like feeling like Amber Heard. Have a Snickers. <laughs> Become Queen Mara. Uh, Oh my god, that's what it is. It's like they, someone's stressed out. They're they're squatting in a bed, dropping deuce, and then somebody and Giant Death's like, "Here, have a Snickers." And then they she put, she eats the oh, Snickers and she turns into Queen Mara. <clears throat> All cool, calm, and collective. I don't know if this was a good idea tonight, guys, but I gotta be honest, I had a blast. Yeah, I tell you what, if that dev that refused to come on turns out and announces his next game involves a banana, Snickers, or any of this business, <laughs> you'll know you'll know that you've been ripped off. <laughs> And well, don't you worry. We'll find out who that is and blacklist them for sure. I won't buy any of their games. And by buy, I actually, I'll, I'll probably buy them. I just won't play them. That'll, that'll fix them. I feel like that's on brand for you. <laughs> I know. That's the whole point. Joke, joke, joke's on us. It was actually Rattalaka. 
No, oh, no, I just doesn't want to say anything. No, hey, every year when she goes, I ask her to talk to them and try to get them on. Every did year, she talk, did she talk to them this year? I don't, I don't know. know. She there. hadn't said anything this year. But to be fair, I I haven't exactly asked a bunch of questions because she keeps saying, "Hey, talk to this person. Hey, this person's emailing. Hey, talk to this person." So, but it's been good, CJ. Man, it was it was great having you on tonight. I hope this wasn't <laughs> a waste of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, that was Joe, a lot of fun, man. I, I I enjoyed the laughs tonight. Was great. <clears throat> yeah, for all the listeners who made it this far, I am sorry. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the gaming talk at the beginning of the show. And uh, don't you worry, we got plenty more of this nonsense where that came from. You guys got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, yes, everybody, go into the Trophy Horse Podcast group and just po- and just make a post that says "He who should not be named." Yeah, okay, that's a good oh, idea. My memes. God. Yes, yes, memes. Yes, we'll put, make memes, Jared. Make a meme, please. Yes, we'll put we'll put Tricky's face on on Snipe. No, on Voldemort's no, body. Voldemort. It was a joke because I got his name wrong earlier. Well, we get it. your joke was uh, you know shit about Harry Potter. You know, well, I got this. We're putting Daryl's face on Snape's body. Dork. My God, Daryl, this is why you don't get to go to Universal, bro. This is why you had to stay home. They're like, this fucking nerd's gonna embarrass us. You know, you know what? You know what? For that, I'm gonna put a nose on Voldemort. Just really mess it all up. Just give him Tricky's head. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. He who must not be named's head. He... <laughs> uh, CJ, you got anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Nah, I'm good. I, I think I think I think we left it all on the table tonight. <laughs> And Amber Heard left it all on the bed. Oh. oh I had to yes. get in one more before we got out of here. Yeah, so does she. Pinching them off as we go. All right. Thank you, guys. This has been the Loot Bros Podcast. We have a ton of other podcasts and shows that we offer you. Uh, if you enjoy this, if you like gaming talk, if you like any of the stuff that we bring up from time to time, including farting at the urinal, please check out our Patreon. It all goes there first. And then it's dispersed into the various feeds. Loot Bros Podcast is available to everybody. Please like, share, subscribe. Go to Spotify and leave us some stars. Uh, go to iTunes and leave us reviews. Uh, go to Google Play and whatever that you do there. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but yes, thank you guys so much for coming on here and talking with me tonight. Thank you guys for listening. We are out of here.